without necessitating me. I'm Zach. I'm Rick. I'm Alex. Oh, shit. Do you want to do this again? I'm Alexander. Go in. No, this is fine. All right. I'm Jim. And I'm Kevin. Did Riff, did Riff say hi? I, yes. He did at the same okay. time as Alexander. We're here. We're, yeah. we're joined right. again by Wait, Alexander Martin. Riff, do you want to introduce yourself again? Because we kind of collided. Okay. Hi. I'm, I'm Alex. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> <laughs> and this is episode number 188 of Video Games Hot Dog, a podcast about video games that we record yes. as buddies. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddies. Hey. How's it going, guys? It's pretty good. Buddies. Alexander, like what are you in I like for? that you guys are uh, on a couch, but only using like a half of it. Yeah, we're treating it like a love seat. Yeah. Aww. See, that's you're nice. on a love seat and treating it like a couch. Exactly. You're all slid apart, like, <laughs> like you're. You guys probably go to the theater and don't sit in adjacent seats. Oh, we're both worried that we might be gay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to stay in the closet as long as possible. Oh yeah, yeah. At, like the two clo- the a love seat is basically two closets. Seven minutes as far apart as <laughs> as possible for two people to be in heaven. Right. <laughs> Heaven, 2 million BC. Jim was complaining about a movie scene that took place in Canada, 2 million BC. Yeah. Because oh. he claimed that Canada wasn't a thing. What about heaven? Uh. What about what about the sections of The Prophecy starring Christopher Walken and Eric Stoltz that take place in heaven? Was Are you mad because that's BC? not a real place? Is there... A, is heaven's wait. eternal. Oh, so if the, the conceit of that Wolverine movie that I forget the name of... Is it Wolverine? Was that Canada existed 2 billion years ago, whatever it was... <laughs> Then that's fine. It's sci-fi. Okay, <laughs> you can you can have your claw hands. So, you can have your your distant past Canada. Wait, did, was the, is the contention that Wolverine is the oldest mutant and what, he's been around for millions? I, I don't he's remember. He's just the it oldest Canadian. It might have been Canada in 1955. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that's Canada's origin myth. Well, first we were all Wolverine. <laughs> and then there and was his healing thing. factor slowly got diluted, and it turned into a weird accent. <laughs> anyway uh alexander's in town for the game developers conference is it conference convention yeah no it's, it's i'm actually in town it's for conference. lost levels yeah. really oh fine yeah. uh you know what you can have it because i think that lost levels <laughs> let's give it a plug i think that lost levels is going to be a real shit show this year do you? I actually, it's in like a, I mean, it's, it's in a, a place and not outside. Yes, exactly. It is in a place that holds probably one fiftieth as many people as I were in that park. About half as many people will comfortably fit in the space as were attended last year, but it's not immediately adjacent to. It's also uh, further away. Yeah. Okay. So, right, so you're, you're hoping that not as many bit. people will show up. Yeah. So, we, if we, so if that we it will put be extra awesome. So really, what they should, what what I should, should do is just go to Canada. the park. Yeah. It really, the like, so wait, if you want the best possible ever. lost levels, you should have it in a phone booth, hundreds <laughs> of miles away. Yeah. What, <laughs> is, what is a lost levels? Yeah, I was just about to say. So it's a sort of a quasi unconference. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like a place for people to stand and flip the bird in the general direction of GDC. <laughs> it, it's counter programming to GDC. It's supposed to be inclusive, like a and it's supposed to. What was that? A chill out room. No, it's no, culture. no. It's no. It's more like culture jamming. Okay. It's, to be uh, honest, I really I appreciate awesome, the is what format of the talks a lot because I've seen a lot of talks that are 
they they feel like they're repeating themselves or going over the same points. But in last levels, they're just a bunch of random assholes ta- giving five minute talks. And sometimes they suck, but they're only five minutes, and you can right. walk away without having to walk past like two hundred people. But sometimes yeah. they're really good. And like, let's say that you really you you like heard somebody talking about the specific. Uh, trigonometry they use to make the fire effects in Uncharted 4 Drake's everything on fire. <laughs> you only got to hear five minutes of that sweet, sweet but trig. Because and you were like, like, I want 45 more minutes of because it. Because there are like six people at that talk, you can then just approach the guy and then let's go to lunch. Well, yeah. There were a lot of people at that talk. Okay. Wait, was <laughs> that an actual thing? Like, is, was there anything even remotely <laughs> similar to that at Lost Levels? Uh, no, that he's, was a GDC. He's making fun of the fact okay. that there were like four different talks two years ago at GDC about the water effects in Uncharted. <laughs> four separate. I mean, they were different pretty good. Wait, water four effects. talks? Yeah, because there was one about just the like tidal wave. Yeah, the four elements: one about water, just the water, 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 effects. and water. Water that's and like in a in the ocean. Water that's like in your shirt. Like yeah. The water in the shirt was actually really cool in Uncharted. Like, oh, yeah, like yeah. only as deep as you actually got in the water. That part was wet. Huh. I and thought that was good. Dry tech. procedurally. I I don't remember if that. If you part. stood near a stove, would one half of it be dry and the other half wouldn't? Because if not, <laughs> I think fuck that's you, why they didn't put stoves in that game. Were there different colored That's a good. That was in Rocket Robot on Wheels. There was a puzzle in Rocket Robot on Wheels where you had to color different parts of yourself different uh, by mixing colors and different layers. It was actually a there really a good puzzle. Game. There was factory it was balls. Based on yeah, 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 factory, factory balls. Factory balls. Factory, balls. factory balls mixing games upset me. It's like factory robot what, balls. What game mixes? Color <laughs> mixing games. Color mixing games? I mean, like, I mean, do any of you, like, really like color mixing games? As a racist. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's, it's like lazy crafting, and crafting's kind of boring. It's like a pixel like art where you crafting. have three pixels. <laughs> Three pixel pixel art. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about games that are just color mixing? Like, it's like make blue. Like, oh, Ziploc prepared me for this because I've got yellow and green at my disposal. You see, that's Ziploc not how that works. For this? <laughs> yellow and blue make green. <clears throat> I don't know how to make blue. No, only God can make blue. <laughs> you have to whistle at a really high frequency, or run while away, away from asked. while moving away from the observer. <laughs> Uh, it's hard to get up there. You need the whistle register, like, like Mariah Carey. Nobody wants to hear that well, shit on your keyboard. Which one is blue and which one is red? <laughs> Blue's on the left. B is okay. blue. I don't know which way does which way does subpixel rendering go? Well, you're giving me a look from like monitor to monitor. I, I don't understand. What, what, I don't understand the question of which direction subpixel rendering. Oh, like like if you have a white thing on a monitor, it, it, yeah. yeah, it does differ from monitor to monitor. Yeah, but like the, right, the arrangement of the three little colored segments uh, of each is, pixel, is, right? So okay. if you have a white thing, is is there blue shift? Like, is there a, a blue ghost to the left of the alias? Here, yeah, here's a question: thing? Why in old in screenshots of wizardry and say the the screen of a color monitored Apple? In I those was, certain graphic modes, is white text rendered with like a purple shadow to the left and a bring green that shadow up to in the hopes right? That somebody could explain how that worked. Yeah, because I don't know. Because they were reusing like it was a the the Apple uh, graphics mode, the high res graphics mode is uh, one bit, and they use different bit patterns to represent colors. What? So, yeah, it was weird. That, that is weird. It was like it, the high res graphics mode on an Apple II. To, like you could get to it from basic, but it yeah. was like a weird 
thing and it looked weird whenever yeah. you rendered anything and yeah. i never understood like it, like, it was it, all like this weird magic some, it was something like like every two every pair of pixels if the left one is on it's red if the right one is on it's purple if both are on it's white uh, huh. something like that i would have assumed it was just a misaligned green crt gun no because it all looks like that and screenshots of it look like that yeah and, even huh. in emulators like in emulators it does it yeah weird and it, I remember the, the Tandy that I had, the Tandy 1000 EX. You could throw it into a mode. <laughs> to you could a throw, moat? You could throw it into a moat. <laughs> and then the sharks would learn how to code. And then there wouldn't be any more shark poverty. Uh, Is there shark poverty? Sure. You could throw it into a mode. Yes, and. <laughs> a, yeah, but it's, it's, because, it's because of the 1% of sharks that have <laughs> stolen all the economy from the other sharks. <laughs> Because they learned to program, they didn't teach any other sharks. Yeah, you just make it the one point one percent. So, in the Tandy one thousand ex in basic, you would you could type clear comma 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 three two seven six eight exclamation point, and that did some fucked up thing to the memory <laughs> that put you into a mode that was high the highest possible pixel res that it could produce, but also sixteen colors. Whereas not doing that, you were limited to either CGA or low res. 16 color hmm. huh and so like and i learned this from like program printouts in 321 contact would sure. often start with clear comma 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 32768 exclamation point and i don't even know what clear did it probably just did <laughs> like maybe just like flushed video memory and then moved you yeah moved execution to somewhere yeah. does everyone know. else have Man. karma chameleon stuck in your head now karma karma comma 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 three two seven six eight exclamation point yeah <laughs> That's not the factorial <laughs> operator in that language, right? It's not. Okay. Uh, well, no. Uh, that's too much. No. That's way too big. It yeah. comes and goes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the app, like it, the graphics that you had access to in Apple Apple II Basic, there was a like 40 by 40 yeah, the, pixel the, mode. The GR the mode and the big, HGR. Yeah, like, yeah, which I think each of those pixels was like half of a character rendering thing. Yes. Like, I think it was just fake ASCII. Yeah, it used um, the same memory as the text mode. And it gave you like four lines of text at the bottom. That, that you could was optional. Some, you could have, have those be text or not. Oh, yeah, but you could have them be text, which is why you'd get a lot of amateur games that were like, here's a scene up top, and then here's a four-line yeah. text adventure parser it, or whatever at the bottom. They made it super like, easy to do that like in, I the, think, in the ROM. Now, Mystery Mystery House and the early Sierra games were high-res, but they were high-res monochrome. Yep. Like, just line drawings. Yeah, no, it, it took them till, what was it, The Wizard and the Princess, the follow-up to that before they figured out how to use the colors reasonably. And I remember reading about, you know, Ken Silverman, like coming up like on graph paper with, okay, if we use this pattern of, of, of a flood fill, we can have using dithering, we can get this color. And it was, it had to be like mathematically worked out. Like what, what colors can you actually make that look reasonable to the human eye <laughs> with this, uh, with this graphics format? There was someone who was, uh, who made it? They like you know when you cross your eyes, you can see overlapping images. Stereogram. Stereo stereogram. Yeah. Okay. Um. I no one ever actually like they, I don't think I actually made a game out of it or anything, but they were playing with this visualization. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was. I'm not sure what word to use, but basically, instead of using that effect to make 3D, they just used it to make new colors that weren't 
actually like real colors. It was just like blue in one eye and red in the other. That's a new color that hmm. something can be in this game. And like yeah. you could do that in Oculus. You could just make it yeah. appear blue to one eye and red to the other. Okay. You're, you're talking about it's not a stereogram. Stereogram is like the pattern and they have the shifted pattern. Um, I don't think that's a new color. I think that's fucked up half ghost from the 3DS. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like it's like, the, it's the like a gross flicker, right? Like uh, that's it, it. It seems it feels intuitive that that's like that is one way you could like if you have a camera that can see a color that the human eye can't see, you could just represent it to humans that way, and they would eventually learn. Okay, this is that weird shitty oh, not sure. color. Oh, that's where the pollen is. Yeah, like that. <laughs> oh, like yeah. that. I remember. Uh, I remember having this exact idea. With a friend of mine who's colorblind saying, like, "Oh yeah, we could put one filter over one eye, and the other filter over the other eye, and then you could tell the difference between oh, red and green." Yeah, that would that would work. There were some kind of. I remember or Jeff just Gersman on the render like even and odd frames. Sorry, what? There, there were some glasses that were supposed to correct for color blindness. I think they would have to do a trick like that like because, that. like, it was something weird. I don't, I don't know how the retina is work. actually faulty. Yeah. Oh, like, there were also these glasses that would let you see through a lady's clothing, yeah, <laughs> or the skin of your hand, depending, depending on which mode you put it in. Like, it has, it's a, like a viewmaster where you've got like, oh, oh, I just really you should put them in a moat because they don't work. I just <laughs> assumed that it had gender detection. Yeah. Keep those sharks busy with broken technology. <laughs> yeah. Hey, shark, put these glasses on. Like, oh, swims what? into a wall. These don't do anything. <laughs> Says the shark that can now talk. That's the glasses. <laughs> it learned it from the computer. <laughs> yeah. He's just using Dr. Spazo. <laughs> I don't, the Tandy 1000 did not have Dr. Spazo. You couldn't put, uh, it didn't have like, uh, what was the precursor to PCI? Like, what did you call those expansion slots that were standardized? ISA. Uh, ISA. There you go. Uh, but yeah, this didn't, this, this machine did not have any standardized stuff. It had like a, you could buy extra RAM for it and it went in. I remember my dad talking to the guy at Radio Shack about whether he should pay someone to put the RAM in. And the guy said, well, it's about like doing brain surgery on yourself. And then my dad was like, <laughs> I think this guy's a lying asshole. I'm going to give it a shot. And there's like obviously just fucking nothing to it. Right. It's like slipping a daughter board into a slot. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. All right. I'm never going to trust anyone at Radio Shack ever again. <laughs> and him withdrawing his business is what caused Radio Shack to go bankrupt 25 years later. Wow. That's you, that you sure that was not effect? a bunch of the Radio Shack employees trying to do brain surgery on themselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they would. Uh, it, it turns out it wasn't that hard. They gave us that metaphor. <sighs> Jim, we missed you last week. You were jamming, though. Yeah, well, I was, I was, God, I had, it wasn't actually just the jam. It was like, I had just, um, I had, like an idiot, agreed to help my mom move over the weekend. That the like weekend, that well, like well hang on, game. hang on. I, I got to tell you the idiot part next. <laughs> the idiot part is that that weekend was like the weekend of the tea cart jam. Oh, no. And so I was like, well, mom, I'm sorry, I can't do this. So I ended up like slotting in like, how, how about I help you move the weekend before? Uh, which I had already agreed to do other things. Anyway, oh, I was, just had a super busy week and I hadn't played any of uh, the assignments. And I was like, well, I could like just kill all of Wednesday by playing enough 80 days and then going here to do the podcast. Or I could like do all these other things I need to do really badly. Um, Did you ever end up playing 80 days? No. Oh, it's good. It's pretty good. At some I, point. I've heard that. I would like to. Um, and so, yeah, the T-Cart Jam, that's a lot of fun. 
A lot of fun. We uh, How many submissions did you get? We got, I think, 18. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. We played through almost all of them um, on the projector at Stevie's place. Um, and 75% oh, yeah, of them- yeah, Stevie. All of our listeners know that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well- <laughs> I, I do this in real life too, where I oh, just Steve. I'll just use people's names sure. because I'm assuming you're talking about Stevie from uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Sure, yeah, the asthmatic black kid in the statistically, wheelchair. like if I keep using this name, you'll just get it, get a sense of who this person is by the different times I've referenced it. Okay, and our listeners yeah. named Stevie will think maybe you're talking about them. Yeah, like, yeah. Hi, Stevie. Those motherfuckers, are you the ones that left all those empty beer cans next to my projector? <laughs> uh, also, anybody who'd gone to the jam. Oh, by the way, we had a uh, a listener, a um, a Kingdom of Loathing player and podcast listener at the jam. Okay, it's in person, Code Ranger. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he's a cool guy. Yeah. I didn't know this at the time. He's a cool guy. Like I had sent it. Well, we were we were at the jam together. I like been talking to him. I didn't know who he was, and I'd been playing Fall in London, and I sent him like an invite to do something in Fall in London. And then he sent me a message in Fall in London saying, hey, I was in the room when you sent that. I had no idea what he was talking about. I was going to ask later, like, what? Why did you say this thing I didn't understand? <laughs> it turns out the person I sent the request to and the guy I'd been talking to in real life were the same person. Something crazy oh, wow. in the stars. Yeah. That's weird. Did he make a cool game? Uh, he made a game that worked for like five seconds and then you fell through the floor. Oh no! <laughs> that was, uh, this is what I was going to say though. That was not intentional because that, it, that was could not, very well be intentional. He said it wasn't. Okay. That's too bad. <laughs> Don't uh, was him. it, was it playing somebody else's game that fucked up the save that I, was he storing floor transparency this is the in thing, the name? Like, 75% <laughs> of the games like didn't work or didn't run at all or like broke. Including mine. Um, Here's I, I feel, I feel proud well, that you didn't have a share card. The game, the game that oh, I contributed right. yeah. to was one of the few that worked. Apparently. Yeah, that was actually really weird. Like, Jenny was really, like, ashamed about how incomplete that game was. It turned out to be, like, one of the most functional games that Yeah, no, it, was, like, it definitely felt like a jam game. Yeah. Um, I, it, uh, I, I have a bunch of directories on my in my games directory that are sharecart 1002 sharecart 1004 because i am not participating that's you know all right i won't i wanted to play that. your game unadulterated by some fjords bullshit oh, but, but, but but that's what it's about you're like playing that's like that's it's like playing it's a game one without... of, it's one of the things it's about okay it's true. one of the things it's like how anybody who's sane turns on the combat cyborg in star control 2 yeah right? exactly <laughs> god you guys <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, uh, listeners who enjoy uh, hearing me talk about stuff should listen to the uh, Watch Out for Fireballs about mm. Star Control 2 that I was on that was published recently. It's very yeah. good. And if you're interested in the T-Cart Jam results, wait until we actually release the Jam Pack because we're like sending out notices to all the developers like, yeah, you should probably fix your sharecart parsing to code to like... To, to work under adverse circumstances, because most likely everybody else is going to be writing weird shit like that's oh, not dude. to spec. Wait, why don't right, they adverse circumstances? Why don't you just get them rigor. to write shit that's to spec? We could do that, but it's that's that, kind that of requires a everybody to, to get it right. Entry, whereas, right? yeah, like, right. Whereas right, asking you, people to you, deal with weird right. formats. Yeah, there was a game that wrote a ones and zeros instead of true and false. Oh. And that was what actually like caused my game my game to not even boot up. It was just like, oh, the parsing code threw an exception and then I didn't know what was going on because I wasn't looking at the logs. Ones and zeros are true and false. 
And I have since updated the reading code. Well, I didn't actually update it to parse those as true and false. I just wrapped the entire parsing code in a try, an empty try catch block. Um, so, so if it fails to load, it just pretends that it loaded default data? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Aww. so if Does every look- share card game worked like that, there would be no point. <laughs> <laughs> I well, thought, no, I guess I thought it would load, say there would be no problem. Because it would, well, there wouldn't be any problem. Right? You'd just be able to play every game the way that the author made it. Right. It does seem like an impossible task to design a game that makes sense and is coherent as a work under arbitrary starting circumstances. Well, but who I says that's, that's the, the goal fun of it, right? Why is don't that- you just randomize your inputs when you're making the game so that it, every time that you test it, it starts out different. So you... Sure. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that it's... Uh, the- you can, yeah, you can. T- Impossible, like, the, but I'm saying that most people are not going to approach it that way. Like, I feel like, what if you? What do you mean if it's not your? If it's not your goal to create a like comprehensible my, work? My, yeah, my, my goal I mean, when I make games is to make a reactive, funny thing. You know, it, that's interactive and it, it, it in an interesting way. I and, would argue that in order to be funny, something has to be comprehensible. Okay. Um, I, would you disagree? What about if individual sentences are funny? And, and well, like as a whole, it, those individual sentences are comprehensible. I mean, yes, yeah. yes, like yes. Um, you can comprehend. You can, and so there has to be there have to be patterns that exist that the user can see. But you can make some patterns be sensible and gaps. yeah. Should sure. we explain share cart? We did previously. Yeah, let's, okay. let's let's do that again. Why don't you give your take on it as one of the creators of the format? Oh my god. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, Damien and I created Sharecart. Damien made one game for it. I made zero. Uh, and <laughs> you missed your chance. I, you could have gone to the tea cart jam. I know. I was really busy that weekend. All right. Yeah. Um, you had to help actually, your mom move. <laughs> I had to help your mom move. <laughs> yeah. She needed to get a bunch of help from a bunch of people, and it was not me. I feel like an asshole. Like uh, she picked that moving date because I said, "Yeah, I can do that." Mm. <sighs> um. I'm going to continue talking about Sharecart. I'm sorry about your mother. Me I'm, too. I'm moving. Yeah. Um, That's a sitcom, right? I'm sorry about I'm your mother. Sorry about <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I met your mother. <laughs> I'm sorry it was always sunny when I met your mother. Oh, yeah. Um, Sharecart is a game format, I guess. Uh, the idea is that the game has to go outside of its folder into a common folder, and it goes into a common save file with a with a standard format, and it loads and saves data exclusively from to that. and from that file. Here's a question. Why does it have to be a game? Why could it not be, say, a spreadsheet program with just that many number of fields? <laughs> it could be that. Someone actually made, uh, I think MCC made a music program. Okay. Yeah, there were a number of um, of entries to the T-Cart Jam that were not, strictly speaking, games. Okay. Um, and but like gone home, am I right? Like, <laughs> more like Winamp visualizations. Well, that's cool. And yeah. like, like just they they were seated, but the initial yeah, gone seated. home was just actually a really complicated Winamp visualization. <laughs> just, it's the exact same thing, oh, but wow. using that plugin format. Yeah, they yeah. just found the exact right song to produce that house <laughs> and that story. I was thinking, like, you know how you make, can make games songs. in Excel. What if you figured out how to make a game in Winamp visualization code and you know you it's like, it's like you need to download Winamp and install this as a visualization that you play it and you know you control it yeah, yeah that'd be weird <clears throat> also this audio file which is just a bunch of screeching <laughs> <laughs> I once told uh, told Emily that 
I was learning how to Skrillex because I figured out a way that I could drag my finger around on the playback scrubber on my phone that would really annoyingly jump around in a song. Uh, she kept getting mad, and I was just like, "What? I'm I'm trying to become a I'm trying to become a famous dubstep artist." This is. But you could play a Winamp visualization so, like that, so right? That's how if you, you got if to your the finger ver- was on the scrubber, you could hook up an Atari paddle yep. to a song yep. and then try to figure out how to like keep a Winamp visualization alive. Uh, like let's say let's say the Winamp visualization is like catching a, bunch a of yellow bombs. guy shaped like a pizza <laughs> and you navigate him through a maze <laughs> eating dots by scrubbing back and forth in the redneck song Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> are, are we talking about like player enforced rules is this like a game where like you have to blink to make sure the dot on the windshield the splotch never crosses a power line or something oh, oh that huh. sounds like fun you've never done I, that I, no i've never done that wow i used to try to i used to try to you go on more road trips <laughs> watch individual raindrops or watch individual spaces on the windshield is this see- why you're driving no, this was when I was a kid. Okay. Oh, you're talking about like raindrops like trickle down. When the, the no, when the windshield wiper would go across, like comparing the post wiper pattern to the pre wiper pattern. <laughs> sounds. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds like fun, but it's like an instantaneous state change, as far as you can tell, right? It's like this is a chaotic pattern of dots that changes. Did you go to the talk at GDC, which was about the water patterns on windshields in <laughs> in Uncharted? Uncharted 4. Oh my god! In Uncharted, Drake <laughs> drives in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, they'd done that on Desert Bus. It would actually be a fun game. I played your game. I blew up. I blew up a. I think I destroyed the entire island and then crocodiles got out and killed everyone on the earth. I don't. Wow. Whoa. I didn't realize that ending was in there. That's pretty cool. Well, it's insinuated that it's sort of like an end of Jurassic Park thing okay. where it's like, yeah. ah, they're still alive and yeah. they're well, probably I, going to make it out into the rest of the world. I've only read like two thirds of the text. Okay. Because most of that was written by Laura. Um, but yeah, if you want to play this game, I, I recommend you wait until we actually release the finished version which should be this weekend. The Jam Pack. The Jam Pack, yes. Um, because is it not jam-packed? only... What's up? Is it jam-packed with games? I, I, I don't know. There's I just, like 18 of them like in there. Kind of, yeah. Does a politician have to sign the Jam Act before you're allowed <laughs> to disperse it? <laughs> uh, I hope not, because we don't know any politicians. Um, because not only am I fixing shark. Like, the share cart, code in, share, share cart code in there, I'm also like... Fixing the pros and that sort of thing. And right now it's just like, oh man, you can make an art. You can make a paint program called Share Cart Shark Art, <laughs> and it would just be like drawing stuff with three D glasses oh, and I discarded Tandy. You should have given me this idea last week. <laughs> sure. No, not three D glasses. Glasses that don't do anything. Well, they're okay. Right, <laughs> X ray glasses is what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Forgot. Sorry, I forgot the important <laughs> canon that we established earlier. And hopefully the other developers will also have fixed their shit. We'll find out. Good luck, other developers. Care Shart. Care. That's Ew. an anagram. <laughs> it's like a Care Bear. It's like a, uh, the Care Bear stare, stare from the other end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, well, uh, does anybody have any other uh, non-video game, you know, any other non-video game related stuff like this T-Cart Jam? Uh, well, is, is the first part supposed to be non-video game stuff before you, like, go into the deep end? We just shoot the shit, as it were, right. in, in a very, very specific constrained format. We shoot the shit. Okay. Yeah. Shout the shit. You got what? You got anything fun going on in your life? I. You traveled to San Francisco. I traveled to San Francisco. I walked for forty minutes from from not downtown to downtown. Cool. That was fun. The, like this isn't very interesting. You guys should just start talking about. The did games. you Did you come here from the indie hostel? No, I, I'm staying hostel with Zach and Kevin. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to the indie hostel later. Okay. I'm excited for it. Yeah. The indie hostel is really nice, especially when you go late at night and you just end up talking with with. Yeah. Strange people who are definitely oh, yeah. indies, but strange. Yeah, yeah. Like if you come, if you want to go to GDC, and you don't want to pay for a pass, just go stay in the indie hostel but, lobby the whole time. But book it like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 There's always people in the lobby. Yeah, and they're all, all, and it's always the coolest people. Like if you go to the GDC itself, you're going to run into all these like people like who are whose job Biz it is dev. to do water effects. You know, <laughs> I just do water effects. In fact, I've got four talks. Right. <laughs> I got four talks lined right. up. You'll love them. Right, right, right. And and yeah, it's it's just so much more interesting over there than over there. It I've- is weirdly alienating to try to do those enjoyable parts of GDC if you don't already know a lot of people. Yeah, or, yeah. If you don't know a handful of people, because like you, if you know any of them, that helps a lot. Yeah. Because that like you'll oh, there's my friend. I'll go over and insinuate myself into this conversation. Sure. But if you don't know any of them, that whole thing is the opposite of fun. Right. But if you if you recognize them, I think it can be like reasonably good. Like you can get. I mean, in my experience, you can get a reasonably good reaction from talking to someone who. They don't know you, but you're like, oh, okay, I recognize you. You made this thing. Yeah. And yeah, I really your experience like is cool. colored by being an extremely charming Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at He's blushing. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're more likable than we are. All right. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. You can, you can just walk up to people and say, hey, I like that thing you made. And if I did that, they would say, fuck you. <laughs> if you did that, they're like, oh, hey, cool. I like your... Uh, your charming Canadianness. My my what phones? Your headphones. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, Your Beats by Dre. I'm going to burn by Dre. a game I was going to talk about right now because it's relevant. I played a game called um, Charming Social Social Interaction Trainer. I saw you tweeting about that. It's it's really good. It's a game where you use the mouse to control where your character is looking. <laughs> That's the whole game. And so one of the things you have to do is like um, start a conversation with the girl next to you on the bus. And you do that by like, first you look at her, her book, because if you look at her, that's too intense. You look at her book. She looks over at you and sees you looking at the book and then starts talking to you about the book. Um, and there's all sorts of things like that. Uh-huh. Um, that's interesting. it's, it's really well done. It's, it's like some of the things are more obscure than others. Like there's a lot of cases where, as far as I can tell, you have to diffuse the situation through humor, which means like, Put the mouse in a place where the eyes are looking funny. You have to look at a clown. <laughs> like you, <laughs> you, have like to, you, you have to plug in two mice crossing and cross your them. eyes, basically. Yeah. Um, there's like a there's like an evil supervillain who's gonna like use like a beam that kills anyone who sees it. So you have to look at the sun, which makes you blink at the right time. <laughs> right. So okay. Yes. Because yeah, you, you can't blink. Oh, yeah, yeah, you only like, have <laughs> pupil direction. You don't. Um, you can't push a button. Oh, yeah, a mouse button to blink. <laughs> but my reaction to this. Um, this particular interaction, we're like, oh, yeah, I'll just... Like, if I started reading over a girl's shoulder on the bus, this would, yeah. like... Oh, 
probably yeah. not worst. <laughs> but we've got someone super hot. Like, don't, why are you pointing at me? <laughs> the viewers don't know who I'm pointing at. Uh, well, now they do. <laughs> um, then, of course, the interaction is going to be better. Like, it's uh, this social interaction trainer is actually social interaction trainer for people who don't realize they're already attractive. Okay. Okay. So you're all claiming it's for me because yes. you keep pointing at me. Yeah. <clears throat> the, yeah, that is a weird thing, right? Because I feel like what a lot of the internet would tell you is the way to start a conversation with a girl on the bus is don't ever do that, ever. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And that's only true if you're not attractive. Yeah. Like, right, right. sorry. It's- Which is weird because it's attractive to the person on the bus and you have no idea in general, well, if that's true, you you do are you, like, you, you have an amortized like sense of I'm attractive or I'm not attractive to people. But you might be particularly attractive to right one person. That is very true, and you'll probably never know because you're not supposed to try, strike up a conversation on the bus. Sure, I um, think not, being non-threatening helps. You meaning not ever talking to them? Yeah, it no, does. <laughs> like not 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 waving those a, adamantium claws around. Yeah, not, I mean, not, not having craggy in, in facial features. Uh-huh. Like, no, uh-huh. I mean, ah. yeah, no. There are there are a lot of things you can do to affect your attractiveness. Yeah, yeah, that's right. true. Take a bath. Yeah. Well, take two baths. That where that only nice works clothes. to some extent, right? And all these things. Yeah. Anyway, right. Eventually, your face gets all pruny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But that's just. <laughs> but, wait, is that, do it? you have nerves yeah. in your face? Yeah. yeah. No, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, what? so it's. The pruniness is from the ability to, like, is to improve your grip. Do you wait. grab things with your face? Kevin, do you have wait, the wait, memory of on. a goldfish? What are you, what are you saying imp- <laughs> is there to improve the grip of your face? Pruniness. Pruniness. Like, like, like pruniness as resulting from what? Having from your hand being wet. This is a record for subsequent episodes of a podcast where pruniness of fingers increasing grip. At two, at two episodes in a row. <laughs> I know what causes pruniness when you're wet. I don't think that, like, that's its purpose. It is. That's what, totally that's what I read. Really? That's what Science Man that's said. That's weird. That's what yeah. Wikipedia Because said. if you sever the nerves, it doesn't happen anymore. It's not really? like an actual reaction of the skin. It is a, it is a it thing was. that your body is doing so, on purpose. My science class No, because why doesn't me. your face get I'm pruny? Because s- it's a different kind of skin, right? Uh, yeah, the same reason so. you can like lick a nine yeah, volt battery, but face you just shove a nine volt battery on your face. It doesn't do the same yeah, but thing. Your tongue doesn't have skin on it, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, your tongue is just loose. It's just blood a bone. vessels. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> just, <laughs> your tongue is your tongue is your body's largest scab. <laughs> yeah, I think that like people who need to come up with new uh, like fantasy races just listen to this. You know, like an alien that's like yeah. a human, but the tongue instead is just a bone, like just <laughs> jutting out of the mouth. I don't know if you said fantasy races or fantasy races. Fantasy races. But they both work. I need more fantasy races. <laughs> yeah, the, fa- my, the fantasy racist league at my old office was like really popular. Like, <laughs> oh, I got Strom Thurmond this year. <laughs> like, ah, fuck. Bob in, Bob in accounting is going to win. Oh, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Did that guy die? He did. Okay, that uh, makes sense. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> What uh, what video games have you been playing, Zach? I was afraid you were going to ask me that. I don't think I played any. Really? I Did played. You? I've been playing a bunch of Spelunky again, but that's not that's interesting. A game. Really? Fucking. Uh, I don't think you and I have ever talked about Spelunky. No. On the podcast. No. To each other. Spelunky is the best video game. 
I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. So then you're saying you agree with me that Spelunky no, is the I'm best video No, I'm saying I like game. Spelunky a lot. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I just started doing the daily again, kind of. And mm-hmm. today I today I did it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do the daily because I'm going to probably have to stop this in the middle for a conference call. But I made it to hell anyway. I'm like, all right, cool. Were you talking on the conference call while? I was not. I took a break. Can't okay. you just pause? You can, but I don't like doing it in the middle of the daily, and I don't know why. You you lose your you lose track of where flow. you are. Like yeah, because yeah. I like I didn't want to feel because you realize this when you pause a game of Spelunky twenty minutes in, it can be a lot of different games at that point mm-hmm. depending on the things that you have gotten right because mm-hmm. you're like you're they're like oh, how high do I jump I don't know like do I have a jetpack I mean you can just look and say no. <laughs> But it's about getting the feel right but, again. Yeah, and you yeah. you get you get like different muscle memory per game. Like I've definitely mm-hmm. died in the first thirty seconds of a game because I forgot I didn't have a jetpack from the previous game. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Also, yeah. like you that's... pause the the timer keeps going and it, it does this weird thing. So then you come back and there's like twenty ghosts. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good. And then oh. they turned all the diamonds into twenty times diamonds. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I, I have had two ghosts at once. Yeah, really? me too. Yeah. How does that, How that happen? happen? Uh, if you the trigger jungle. the grave, and then yeah. the timer ghost comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. Makes it's sense. pretty scary. Yeah. I mean, even Because you don't ghost think that scary. can happen. You're thinking, oh, it's not going to get any worse. Not going to get any more ghosts. <laughs> but <laughs> there are. But the there are more ghosts. Eventually. No. Th- I don't, don't know they- what you're going to say, but the ghosts don't let up or anything. No, but they would eventually get to where they're in the same place. Right, like oh, because probably. it's not like one of them is faster than the other, or there's any randomness. I think they do speed up, actually. Oh yeah. Oh really? As the time goes, I think no, so. Because the 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 that the run where that guy kill killed them, yeah. The thing takes like an hour. Oh okay, then they yeah. probably don't. Wait, speed you can up. kill them? Yeah, they have yeah, hit points. They like nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine like, hit yeah, points. They're they already have a dead. Hit points, but. <laughs> Oh, I should be talking to the microphone. Sorry. So, <laughs> when you are you just whipping them nine thousand nine hundred? No, you got it. They take damage when they go into lava. lava. Oh, okay. um, so Wait, there's a oh, video. Wow. There's a How YouTube you video. In, oh, okay. You, you have to basically like be jumping. You have to get a puddle of lava set up where you can very quickly move from down below it on the left to down below it on the right, and just get the ghost to keep going through the cusp of it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And every time the ghost enters or leaves lava, it takes some damage. Right. That's not very... But, but it, like, doesn't have a death animation. It and probably just vanishes. It just vanishes, yeah. yeah. Um, It'd be a pretty good Easter egg if it had a death animation. Yeah, it would. It would probably just reuse, like, the one of the other animations from one of the other characters. Man, I saw... I was watching uh, that Bear Taffy guy on YouTube who does a lot of crazy, like, super hard modded custom levels there was a level where you, there was a part of it might have just been a feature of Froz Lunky, which is that like memory resident program that fucks up Spelunky generation what? Uh, that sounds incredible that does sound incredible yeah no there's a cool thing that you can do with it where it, all it does is it ups the frequency of this one thing that is used for like enemy and shit laying around generation so there's like a rock or a skeleton on every ground square Whoa. and there's like <laughs> items buried all over the place and there are just like a thousand bats per level like <laughs> but it's like just barely survivable it's like just this crazy like even the first level of the mines is just crazy hard but if you can get like glasses 
then you can see, oh, there's just a jetpack over here and a box of bombs here. And like that, like there's all of yeah. this, you have all of these tools at your disposal to deal with this super, That's super hard awesome. version of it. That's it's really it's cool. super fun. Froz, Froz Lunky is the name of that uh, program. I remember wanting to write, uh, I mean, NetHack is just open source, so I could just compile it. I remember wanting to write a uh, interface into, um, into the messing with the random number generator in NetHack. So like, instead of, being random, it would say just okay. This repeat these ten numbers. Oh, okay. Just to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought. I mean, that, I never tried that, that, but I feel like it would be interesting at least. I guess it depends on how that works, right? Because if if it's using the kind of random number generator that just returns a number between zero and one, repeating those ten is going to vary a lot depending on where, like, what the range you're multiplying it by. Yeah, to I mean, get. it uses rand, which returns between zero and max int. Whoa, um, weird. Huh. Okay. Okay. Um, so, sounds, but, but you know what I'm saying is like scale that with to, the same, with the same seed. If you're like rolling a 1d4 and then a 1d20, yeah. that's going to be different than if you are rolling a 1d6 and then a 1d4 and then a 1d20, right? Like, I wonder how yeah. predictable it would actually be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was, that's why I'm sad now that I brought this up without ever having done it. So I can't talk about it because. I do think like it's going to immediately become obvious. This is like a really neat, neat idea or just the results are just stupid. Like the random, yeah. the level generator gets into a loop and never comes out. Because, or yeah. every decision that you make pushes the predictability off by a step. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the thing that I would worry about. I mean, worry about the thing that I would expect is like, if you do the exact same thing, the exact same thing will happen. Mm-hmm. But if you do anything different, You've yeah. basically just got a new seed yeah. at this point. Anyway, the, well, the video that would be the, off by would off be by, by off by one to nine. right, but being off by one because you're multiplying it by different things depending on what order you're doing the die rolls. You could in. come back into phase, which is kind oh, of oh, well, the neat, point. Though. The point isn't to be yeah, to okay. like to have the same seed. It's just to see what happens if. You know, everything's ba- like being generated right. based on like a like a flawed random number generator. Yeah, like and I mean, what generated numbers like above eighty percent or something. Well, and what I would expect is that it would be equivalent to not doing that. I think, right? Because yeah. I, it, I really wish I'd done it. Yeah, so I well, could tell you whether you're right. This uh, this this video was just like you can apparently toggle it so any enemy can be given any other enemy's AI behavior Uh and so like the first thing he did was turned bats into ufos and so every bat in the level could just shoot plasma bolts down and destroy the ground and then if you destroyed it they would fly off and explode yeah yeah um and then actually that's part of their ai that didn't happen actually yeah it was weird because that didn't happen they didn't they did they weren't ufos but they, they just, didn't they move just UFO behavior well alive. They didn't I mean, I move guess, like bats either, though. They just stood still. So, I, like, I think this is like super fucked up. Like, yeah, I think yeah, this yeah. is a very crude tool that's being used to do this. Yeah. But he would have things that would, like he got it into some kind of mode where every time you would kill something, it would just shit out like two hundred frogs. <laughs> you gave you just gave a really powerful tool to the sharks. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, just infinite frog. Oh, that game was written in C sharp, right? It was a .NET program. Oh, I don't know. I, it was like, is that what Xbox Live Arcade yeah. needs? To well, no, with? not XBLA, but XBLIG, Xbox Live Indie Games. Is that what's? Is that what the? I, that's what. Is? That's how I pronounce it. Oh, well, no, X, I'm not saying is wait, that how it's X-Blig? pronounced. Yeah, yeah, that's how I say it. Okay, yeah. Um, that I would was say XBLA, say XBLA, but it's definitely XBLIG. Right. 
because it's, it's just too many yeah, letters. Yeah, it's like five, to say it's one too many letters. Um, I, the reason I ask is because just .NET programs are, you can decompile them pretty comprehensively, like to the point where they, you will get a lot of the same identifier names uh, back unless they're like private members or actual local uh, variables. Um, same with Flash. And um, the that reminds me, I've been meaning to show you my private member. <laughs> That that's a joke that comes up a lot, in, uh, or it came up a lot when I was taking C plus plus classes in college. <laughs> yeah, when um, you were taking C plus plus classes with a bunch of twelve year olds, <laughs> or college students. Okay, effectively same the same thing. I also like Doogie Howser. <laughs> yes. Um, Binding of Isaac has a pretty like the Flash version has a pretty extensive modding scene, where there there's a program like I forget the name of it, but it's like the 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 Fizz Lunky Froz Lunky Froz Lunky like like. Like the word frozen, but without the N, oh, and then or Froz without the ob. No, that'd be froze lunky. No, no, but I mean, but you got like you get rid of the the e, and you know it's like vowel consonant vowel makes the first no vowel consonant e makes the first vowel a long vowel, so you get rid of the e now it's short. You don't know about that. What? What? Okay, just keep going. Is this Someone like how it. like when people say <laughs> h e h e to laugh? What they're actually spelling uh. is he. No, they're spelling huh, huh. He, he, he. I always just because interpret the that e as at the end. <laughs> That's he, he. <laughs> well, wait, wait, can so you spell it again? Hey, he, really hey, wanna... he, hey, he. <laughs> it's because if you put, if you have a, a vowel and then a consonant and then an E at the end, the E at the end is silent. Oh, right. So and just... it elongates the vowel. He? Yeah, he. Yeah, he. All right, I got it. <laughs> it's, it's a long H. Is what, okay. Uh, I forget where I was going. Finding of Isaac Mod scene. I think oh, like yeah. Frost I, I was just gonna say like that. The .NET programs they open. The, they're like very susceptible to doing interesting things pretty easily because you can just decompile them and and just mess around with that stuff. Somebody did finally figure out how to use it to just make basically ROM hack Spelunky levels, mm. which man, it is a game with such depth in the just basic like moving around mm -hmm. and stuff. I mean, it's like the the Super Mario World ones that are just fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. Although a lot of that stuff has I feel like the Super Mario World ROM hack community has devolved to the point where all of the interesting stuff relies on just bugs with juggling items and being able to just float through midair by tossing three turtle shells into the air yeah. at the same time and shit. Or Whereas just, just super hard levels. It's the Spelunky ones are just really hard yeah. and you have to be really careful with your resources and be really like what, tight on the controls. When I was messing with emulation in the nineties, um, there were all these, there was a lot of like patches for super Mario brothers that were like, Hardest Super Mario Brothers levels ever, and they were all really just unplayably hard. Like there was no ground; there were just individual floating blocks. You know, like that, like yeah. every surface on the level is covered with those little weird chomp plants, right? So that you and can't touch them. Yeah. It's not interesting to play. <clears throat> you know, I'm pretty. I'm actually really good at Super Mario Brothers. I'll just say that. <laughs> like, and these were not fun for me, like at all. I mean. I, and I think it's gotten to the point where they're not even in the, the, the hardest ones, the ones that people are still interested in are not even interesting to watch. Yeah. In, in the same way that I, like, I can appreciate the artistry and I can appreciate the enthusiasm that goes into like speed runs that do glitchy bullshit. Sure. But I don't enjoy watching them. Like, I enjoy 
watching comprehensible like things skillful you can execution them happening yeah yeah but like even i don't even really like watching speed runs that are like oh you just have to fucking backdash because that's one pixel per hour faster than just running yeah like oh, ah. i really not, yeah. like the uh there's a there's this glitch that is in wind waker have you seen any wind waker speed runs i have not so there's this thing that you can do and they call it storage i don't know why but Basically, the end result is you can, like, fly at crazy speeds right. backwards across the ocean, and yeah. it it actually looks really cool, and, like, the way they do it is, like, it's, they're just breaking stuff, but it's really cool because they, they're going so fast that they're, like, looping around the world, because it's modulo, right? The, the so, ocean. Yeah. And they're just like, okay, now I have to, like, while going really fast, I have to hit the island I'm trying to go to. <laughs> I mean, it looks hard, but you can't really see what's going on. And, like, so when I was paying attention to the Quake speedrunning scene, there was this one level that was just, like, you can uh, get to the exit in three seconds by doing a little jump off of this lip on a gravestone, right? Um, and that... Like people discovered it sounds this. like a skateboard trick. It was like that. It was like you're ramping off of this gravestone um, because Sick. the quake physics is like you're on wheels. Huh. Um, and that quickly became like the fastest run and people were disappointed. Like, well, I wanted to see you run through the rest of the level because. Yeah. And I then mean, there was like- this debate on the forums like, well, is speed running about finding the fastest thing or is it about seeing people to- do cool shit? Yeah. And what what it is, like my take on it, is that speedrunning is about seeing people cool do, do shit by it, – it's through this filter of the way you define cool shit and the way you measure people's progress towards cool shit is by, is by measuring how long it takes them to finish the thing. Well, that's and what they, they that's a metric have... that often works but doesn't always work. Most, most of the – individual game communities will have all different uh, categories of runs for yeah. all those different things. Like, yeah. And, the, and what the they ended up doing was like, or the, yeah, yeah do the non gravestone yeah. lip version of this run, basically <laughs> the longer than three seconds. Although that 80%. one, uh, oh, yeah, it's whoever can close to three without going under. <laughs> oh, the price is right. Version. That'd be great. <laughs> the glitch playthrough video of, Link's Awakening, where the guy oh, that was so does good. all this crazy shit and just describes it as though he wasn't doing a bunch of crazy yeah. shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> know why I'm in like Dungeon perfect. 4. Yeah, like, yeah. and yeah, I'm not exactly sure why this dungeon is hidden behind this wall, but that's just the way they built it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty <clears throat> Yeah. Also, Link's Awakening takes for fucking ever to play. If <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, because cause basically, like, finding the glitch in the start screen code that jumps you to the ending cutscene is the yeah. end result of all of that and is also the least interesting thing to watch, you know? Yeah, it, it gets interesting when you do some research into the history of it. Yeah. And there's also, like, some comedy there. Like, there was a tool-assisted Mario World speedrun that was like, I'll go into this pipe and spawn a bunch of fish, and the fish <laughs> will flop around for ten seconds, and then it cuts to the end credits. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's like a... Well, right, because they've basically figured out how to just overwrite oh, yeah, game code recode. by hooking up a, like, a USB... And they had, a, like, every time the fish flops, it advances the random number seed. They had to advance it a certain number of times. Right. So they found a glitch to spawn fish by, like, having Yoshi eat the P block. 
Anyway, um, and that's that's just funny. That's just good comedy. Yeah. Um, and it get, and it is interesting to see like if you go behind the scenes, like what's actually happening there. But I I really like I really do prefer the like the the speed runs that can be humanly executed and humanly understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Taskbot stuff during. Awesome games done quick was cool, but yeah, they don't spend a lot of time on it for good reason. Yeah, it's 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 neat to demonstrate and like the the super bleeding edge stuff where they are just like using a glitch to write a second game inside the first yeah. game. Is yeah, right. super cool, but like, yeah, it's a different animal entirely. Yep. So that's what you've been playing, <laughs> Spelunky and eight six eight. Okay. Oh yeah, eight six eight. Because it's back, it's out on PC still. Yeah. And I'm sad because Alexander is so much better at it than I am. <laughs> oh, yeah? And so is Tom Francis. God damn it. Oh, is he better than me? Has he been my high school? No. You, oh, yes. you, are, you are ahead of him. Take that, Tom Francis. Yeah. <laughs> um, the eight six eight is so fucking good. It's really good. You if, know, we if knew. If you go back and listen to the Video Games Hot Dog episodes around the seven-day roguelike competition two and a half years ago, <laughs> you will wow. hear us excitedly having discovered 868 hack before back when it was still called 868-565-27 before everybody else was like oh sure what i'm saying is we liked (laughs) 868-565-27 before it was cool yep we liked it when its name was unrememberable we still remembered it anyway we still like it it's still good it's better now than it was yeah all of the, someone, like, someone, I can take or leave a lot of the new programs, actually. I, like, I believe that every one of those programs has a place, but I don't actually believe that in my balls. I really don't. Like, I believe it in my head, but not with my body. I don't like Crash. I really don't like oh, Crash. Oh, I love Crash. Like, what? I, that, this was an argument that oh, Kevin and I had him. on Hold that on. episode okay. so many years ago. I crash was the difference between me being able to score any points and finish the game and not. Wow. Um, and he never used it at all. I don't touch it. Like yep. hack even is kind of iffy. Yeah. But ha- kind of- hack, I do not see the value in even a little bit. Okay. So hack is good when you have like, you got a bunch of data siphons. There's lots of shit you want to siphon. So you siphon like two places that aren't high risk. And then you siphon a third high risk place. And then you can just like, hack your way through. I mean, do you have to have Siphon Plus in order for hack to be? No, I I never buy Siphon Plus. Oh, yeah? Ever. Like, I found the highest scoring game that I've had recently was a game where I had Siphon Plus and score. My favorite is Attack Plus. Attack Plus is really good. The thing is, Attack Plus was your only option in the original build, right? You had Attack Plus and you had Crash, and those were the only two offensive abilities because it wasn't until the re-release that D-Bomb... Antivirus and what? debug. Were those really not in the original? Yeah, they weren't. Okay, those are really good. Those the, are no, they, they are, but they're they're like mono purpose, right? No, debomb's not mono purpose. Well, uh, okay, you're sure, sure. Um, what are the other two? There's and debug. Uh, you can use debug with push and pull. Right, oh, right, cool. sure. You can pull stuff. Yeah, because they that moves them into. Just don't move them into you and debug. <laughs> oh, because does it also destroy you? Yeah, it it's actually you know how it says like the the cause of death. Mm. It says like what enemy killed you. You can debug yourself. And it says cause of death debug. Nice. You could that also happens if you're like if you're on top of a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah if you're yeah if you manage, if you step onto a wall or something. Yeah. Step also wasn't in there. 
Yeah, Step's really good. Step, step. is really strong. Yeah. Step is... Step is what wins me games, for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. I get to the last floor, and I'm yeah. like, hey, there's a 9 and a 7. Yep. I'll siphon those. And I couldn't remember the word, and I was going to say scan, and that was the wrong word. Do you ever take delay? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Delay is really good. Jim, have you played it? I have not. Okay. I'm I've sorry that... i for it to our, come out on Android. And Riff... I sometimes forget you're there because <laughs> you're not. Like, I mean, he here. never talks. That's why. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've I played a little bit of eight six eight hack, but I didn't really get into it. Mm. Okay. So delay. Oh, uh, so delay the way. It, oh, do do we want to like just explain this game for people? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. yeah go ahead, it's Alexander. Pretty, you explain. Yeah, it. All right. It's it's not so complicated. You're the explain guy now. Later, There's, you can explain Sunless Sea. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that game is. Well, but you kind of described it. Do your best. I could try. Okay, I'll try to explain. I'll try to explain Sunless Sea after I explain. Okay. Eight six eight. Uh, so in eight six eight, there are Sunless eight Sea floors. Is a Winston Churchill's favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> it's about this guy who's going to a bakery. Yeah. I don't his know why that always ends with the last bite of his cookie. You know what? You know what? <laughs> podcast listeners like in jokes from dinner earlier. <laughs> <laughs> This is not even an in-joke. This one, is like listeners. several in-jokes. Like, just Frankenstein together. Yeah. Oh, so it's like an in-Frankenstein. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a joke about I-Frankenstein. <laughs> That's plus one letter. You know that movie with Two-Face? Uh-huh. Uh, the, the tobacco company publicist? Uh... <laughs> So 868 hack. So 868 hack is a game where you're trying to get Thank through eight I floors and maximize the number of points you get. Um, the points are. It's actually kind of weird. You don't get any. You get absolutely nothing for the points except for on the high score table. That's what you get for getting lots of points. It's a risk reward game. Yeah. Um, and That's so points anyway, though. That's like what points are. Is what is like. They're just they've yeah. value oh. in themselves. Yeah. Getting getting rather than you overcoming dangers to earn points, you create danger by d- choosing to. Yeah. Earn you say that in, so interesting. In this in, in this week's assignment, points were a currency. So, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. But I mean, then are they truly points or are they just money? Yeah, I don't. Know. They don't have a currency symbol in front of them. I don't think. Well, they could be mana. That would have a mana symbol. I mean, you're collecting. Have to. You are is, collecting. Is that, is, Coins, and which are then points, see. which is then currency, Maybe which is then points. But I mean, like, is is that the unit, like a, I mean, can't, if something doesn't have a unit, is it automatically points if you're playing a game? Huh. It, it might could be, be a like, timer. It could be like albedo, where the units cancel out, <laughs> and it's just a ratio of two things that have the same unit. <sighs> okay, that's weird. Okay. The time in Super Mario Bros. I mean, does the label time count as a symbol? Yes. 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 The label is a symbol. Okay. Semantic symbol. So are the numbers that make up the number, though. <laughs> no, no, those aren't... Those are the the thing that need a symbol next So if you see in a video game and it says 125, do you not assume that you have 25 ones? <laughs> <laughs> You have one twenty-five. Okay. No, twelve twelve fives. fives. Yeah. (laughs) You have fifteen twos. Yeah, that's the fucked up that that, yeah, like how was I supposed to understand that? I thought that those numbers were just going up more or less at random. Yeah. Until I realized that the two digits were just transposed. That'd be pretty good. You make a game where like you get points, but then oh actually that's just frog fractions. (laughs) Did Did frog fractions have a 
a label on your fractions in the corner? I can't remember, but points aren't allowed either. to be fractional. So, like, we know that they're fractions. Right. Once what? They... No, I thought the point meant it was fractional. <laughs> no, no, point means decimal. <laughs> Decimals aren't fractions. Okay. Uh... They're not a kind of fractions? God, I learned nothing. <laughs> in school or after. So, 868 hat. It's on a grid, right? It's like a, yeah. seven by a seven. low resolution roguelike. So it's uh, six by six. Yeah. Is it six by six? Yeah. So the way it works is, uh, I mean, the basic stuff you do is you can, um, on your turn, you can take a step or you can shoot a thing by stepping toward it. And if you if you try to move towards an enemy, instead of moving towards it, you shoot it. So there's no dedicated shoot button, which is okay. actually very roguelike of it. Yeah. Um, and the, But it's taking like what, that that's sort of a natural thing in most roguelikes and makes it more of a puzzle. A little, but it's it, like, it is also just like, uh, yeah, I guess so. You're right. Because in most roguelikes, you walk into stuff expecting to get beat up. But in an 868 hack, you, you walk towards stuff trying to figure out every step of the way how to make sure you don't get beat up. <laughs> um, anyway, there's, there's lots of, you've got siphons, which are a resource, and you can use those to get resources and also, uh, gain programs and score, which both have a, I think it's called alert value, but basically when you, when you scan a program of alert value five, or when you scan five points, which have a value of five in alert language too, uh, it spawns five enemies on the, you know, six by six grid. At random. Uh, yeah, at random. Somewhere on the grid. And there's, there's, there's a a few, there's only four different kinds of enemies and they each just have one kind of, scary unique feature about them like one of them has more health one of them's invisible unless you're lined up with it uh one moves twice and one can go through walls and then uh when you scan programs the same thing happens you get a bunch of enemies spawned and you gain a program which you can use as your action for the turn and it does something like or it's not always your action for the turn usually it's not uh and it does stuff like lets you take a step without advancing the time clock so you can just kind of use it to to step around the world. Um, and so we were talking about weird abilities. So like, uh, I don't know, D-bomb, it makes the nearest enemy of a specific type explode. So it dies instantly and all enemies near it take damage, which, which stuns yeah, them. Yeah, they like turn. take one damage and are stunned. Yeah. Mm. It's super useful. Extremely useful. Uh, there's one that just damages all of the virus type enemies, yep. which are the ones that can move twice. There There's is one that... Render. There's one that will destroy any of the wall-walking enemies that are currently inside a wall. No, no, it'll destroy any- anything that is overlapping with anything else, yeah. as it turns out. But yeah. the, the, oh, yeah, the but- only natural case yeah. for that, that you didn't create by doing something weird with a different program, <laughs> is those guys going through walls. Okay. Um, the glitches. Yep. So you know, you know what the use of delay is, right? Uh, I mean, you can kill them in one shot yeah. if they haven't spawned in yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something also, if you have, sh- if you use show, which reveals all the cryptogs, also tells you. It shows you all the if there are enemies. if there are programs that are question marks because you don't know what is in yep, that yeah, block. It shows you that it shows you what those are. Did you and know that if discounted? You, those have like a lower danger. Yeah, they have a discounted thing. alert level. Yeah, uh, I actually suggested that. Michael Bro is trying to figure out what to do with the question marks. I was like, just make them a little cheaper. Yep. Good. It's it's I think it's actually really minor. <laughs> it so, never, 
It does. I always I go for those because I just think they're fun. Yeah. I bet you always get burned on them, don't you? You die. No. No, okay. usually I don't. I don't tend to like. It's either early enough that getting killed doesn't matter, right? Because yeah. I'm not super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not super excited about going for streak scores because I don't want to have to be careful for that. Oh long. man! But have you have you ever been alive for three? Do you know what yeah. happens? Yeah, yeah. You start okay, getting okay, those power yeah, ups. Cool. Yeah. Well, and also the w- weird world conditions that are no, no. Those well, are the power ups. Are, yeah, oh. the power ups are are Our things shit. that it frames they're... as power ups, but are actually just these weird difficulty increases. Congratulations! Now this enemy is like it a moves terror three to times behold. instead oh of two, God. or has even more hit points, or yeah. your cannon fires out your ass instead of <laughs> yeah. And if you forward, keep if you keep so. surviving beyond three, then you get two of those at the same time. Yeah, once you get to five, I think it gives you two at once. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been listening to this description, like trying to figure out like what what, is the, what the overriding philosophy of this is, but it really sounds like it's like here's a grid with a bunch of stuff on it, and then you have a bunch of different abilities. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. You you okay. start you don't start with any abilities. You acquire abilities as you play. Sometimes okay. you start so you start with one ability. Start with Everybody one. starts with one random program. Sure. There are different character classes that you don't get to choose, but you you either start with some of one of the currencies, some of another of the currencies, an extra program or an extra siphon. Yeah. And I think those are the only things. The extra resources are the best, though. Yeah. Another one sucks. Because when you siphon, you're either pulling programs or points out of blocks, yeah. or you're gathering resources just sort of from the ground. Okay. So um, each level, uh, the programs and score things that you pull from are solid blocks. Hmm. So as you travel through the levels, um, there are reasonably different layouts. So some will be very open and just have a few blocks. Other ones will be very closed in and be very maze-like and have lots of you know corners and dead ends. Um, there's a lot of... like a kind of landscape stuff that matters a lot when it comes to dealing with enemies because you know you want if you shoot an enemy they stop moving so if you get in a nice little dead end other than the enemies that can walk through walls you can just keep shooting enemies and you can just deal with them in that dead end but in a big open level you have a lot you need you know you, you need surrounded. to be a lot more careful hmm. yeah god it's fucking good it's, it's amazing i'm curious what you would think of it jim yeah i've been waiting for it to come to android I mean, it's on PC. It's, on PC. it's, it's better so it's, on it's worth buying. PC. It, just buy it, it on Steam. Is it okay? I, I just it's so much easier for me to find the time to play a game that's on a mobile device. And it works on a mobile device. It's just it's just better, especially for learning to play. It's mm-hmm. better if you can mouse over the abilities and get the little. I think you might actually have to right click to get the explanation of what they do. Right. Like you can look at a program in a block and it will tell you this is what this program does and how much it costs to cast. Um, man, it's so good. So yeah, Spelunky and 868 hack. What about you, Kevin? What have you been playing? Uh, I've continued to play Crypt of the Necrodancer. Mm-hmm. I have, I've gotten into this weird I don't know if trap is the right word, but this, uh, the situation where I have a bunch of games now, which have daily components, right? So there's mm-hmm. like, that's a trap. You're trapped. So there's yeah, the, do your the, daily quests. There's the daily challenge on Crypt of the Necrodancer. There's the daily puzzle in Alcazar, which I started playing after last week's show. There's the daily puzzle in Red Herring, which I've started playing recently. There's the daily puzzle in Bonza. Um, there's a daily, uh, sort of puzzle level in Plants vs. Zombies 2, which I often do. Whoa. Yeah. And they're good. I mean, it's 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 fun. Um, there's a weekly Picross in Hungry Cat Picross. Well, weekly? Why weekly? That's Be- I don't weird. know. 
It's just weekly. There's it's it's a grid of nine separate little puzzles that make one big picture. Oh, cool. How do you want me to perform my job? Weekly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's what the puzzle designer said and what his boss replied. You know, and then it's and then there's like all these like, you know, idle games that I still sort of occasionally check in on and stuff, which I I do not understand oh, how I all my of my loved ones made so much continue gold. playing fucking Adventure Capitalist. Adventure Capitalist is Probably the most interesting of the ones that I have played. I don't think I've honestly. played that one. What is that one? I mean, it's it's. Is it better than Progress Quest? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is it a, is no, it an it's incrementer? Not. Progress Quest is funny. Adventure Capitalist is not. <laughs> Adventure Capitalist is kind of funny too. Are we are we talking about like a like a cookie clicker kind yes. of thing? Yes. Well, oh, no. So cookie oh, clicker okay. is is way more active this one is definitely just a an idle game somewhere like so is it like long-term idle yeah it's a it's a multi-week sort of scope game okay um it has a lot of different phases of different kinds of strategy you can really fuck yourself and like almost reset all of your progress if you're not careful Hmm. um which is interesting to me yeah that's not something incrementers do very often yeah this one this one so like you know, it, it has the sort of standard trope where you like buy up a bunch of resources and then you kind of max out and you have an ascension sort of mechanic where you start over, but you get a sort of compounding resource. But that resource, uh, these are, those are your angel investors, um, is something that you can actually spend. And so you could, and that's the thing that sort of drives your long-term progress. So you need to be careful not to accidentally spend yourself back down to zero of that resource. Because you just you'll just have destroyed all of your long term progress. Yeah. Um, oh, you mean you'll make it so this has been a waste of time the whole time. <laughs> Seeing the the ways that you can within this sort of relatively static system have different strategies has been really interesting. Like be, the way that he structures the upgrades in each segment of every couple hundred sort of levels or whatever of, of all of your different uh, things like lemonade stands and car washes that you buy or whatever. It's, it's kind of, it's just kind of compelling to see how that keeps changing and that, how that evolves over time. Um, I mean, but it is, yeah, I mean, it is fundamentally pointless, uh, you know, as all the, these idle games are. So as all games are really as everything we do in life is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And life in general. That's, that's the thing, right? Like, Let's end the podcast now. It's not <laughs> life end, in general. Let's end our lives, and now. then just like echo it for the rest of the podcast. Hmm. Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah, we just put we put the same message out every week. <laughs> it's just the same podcast, but one second shorter. Hey guys, mm. I have an idea for based on uh, the rising popularity of idle games. What will be the most popular podcast? One, two, <laughs> three. Four, five. Wait, wait, you need to be unpredictable. You need some skinner boxing. Eight, nine, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I would do this would be great. Just have a podcast where there's just like in the background, there's just a number constantly counting. Yeah, the up. number station it'll, podcast. It'll like after, after just listen to a couple of episodes. You idiots. can buy another one that's exactly the same. <laughs> wait, what spies were idiots? Number that, stations? Yeah, there are number stations that are radio stations that are constantly broadcasting numbers that are presumably the keys for some sort of They're probably one-time pads or whatever. field oh. agents in the 50s or whatever, and they just left it on. Uh, but a podcast just wouldn't work because there's no canonical, like, 
this isn't the podcast that's on right now. You could be listening to this in 2019, Paul. You could be listening to this in 2011. Space Wait. Paul. <laughs> that's um, in the past, though. Well, right. Time and space are... I'm assuming that Space Paul comes from the future where they have invented time machines. <laughs> well, if he comes from the future, they better have invented time machines or... I don't know how he got here. Well, it's it not be here. Ben it's Paul 2011. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Imagine <laughs> if you had Button. the Benjamin Button disease, but it only applied to podcasts. So... Oh. As you age, podcasts get younger. Whenever the first episode of a podcast came out, your RSS feed had the last episode. (laughs) Wait, so you'd always know how long. What if you show it to the people who made the podcast? You can't. That's one of the conditions of the disease. The World Series scores podcasts, and then oh man, that'd be a pretty good hack. Yeah, Paul Button. But they would be playing backwards, so you couldn't understand it anyway. You could just you could put it into your sound blaster. No, you can't do that. A minute at a time sound in Windows Sound Recorder. There's probably a podcast out there that actually is just they, they record the podcast and then it, they reverse it. So that would be the only one you could listen to. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, the backwards cast. Yeah. No, that's the T sack sack dop. Uh huh. That's not how backwards sound works. Sackdop. That's not how backwards sound works. Well, I know, but I'm I'm reading it backwards. But that wouldn't sound right if you. So okay, podcast there's probably a podcast up. where they just okay, say every up? letter yeah, of all that. of the words that they want to say. I'm pretty sure that nobody made that podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna go back in time and do it myself. Okay. As soon as well, I'm gonna go back in time make a backwards podcast. Right, called Sackdop. I said sad cop. That's Raggle sad cop. <laughs> Raggle? <laughs> Jim, what if you think been we have a podcast playing? Title? <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Sunless Sea still. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. Can I describe it yes, first? Yes, please. So Sunless Sea is a text-based game. There's pictures, but there's also text. Okay. Um, let's see. Sunless Sea. I assume it's like in the Game of Thrones universe no. during uh-huh. winter uh-huh. because there's no sun uh-huh. except for like it it really sucks on land because it's so cold but water retains warmer. heat better yeah. like you know <laughs> cold places aren't so cold when they're near water yeah. so you you decided to move to a boat so everyone lives on this boat but there's there's no sun so they they're slowly like ripping pieces off the boat to burn them for light and warmth yeah um, it's and it's luck, and you know man. what it's like a pressure luck mechanic. Yeah, exactly. Like you're like, how how long will how how, how much fuck have we had two conversations today about taking a boat? Yeah, <laughs> that you're in that is burning while you're in it in two entirely separate contexts. The other one was a boat in lava. In case you were curious. Oh, nice. Yeah, Minecraft. <laughs> I wonder sure. boats in Minecraft. This uh, this sea happens to be underground. Oh, okay. So you go underground because it's permanent winter in the Game of Thrones universe. Right. And you're burning up your boat because rock doesn't burn very well. Okay. Um, and like the, the crux of the story is eventually you find magma and then you, you see how well your boat fares in the magma. It doesn't. And that's how the game ends. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's, and like along spoilers. the way you're making, you know, it's like text adventure yet. decisions. Yeah, yeah. Are you still playing the same game of Sunless Sea? No, I died. I've died twice since the last podcast. Okay. You got to burn your boat faster. 
Right, that's what happened. You yeah. burn your boat at both ends, you'll write better poetry. <laughs> what did you so after having a long successful first game, what did you choose as your carryover? Um I think it was an officer and it was I got two of them because I had the inheritance. I had the like the 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 elegant townhouse or whatever it is that gives you two. I the one oh. of them was a an officer and I think the other one was a um, gentleman. Uh, no, sorry, they don't have that option. I, I think it was you can listeners, if you go to my Steam profile you can see the achievements I chose. Oh, <laughs> uh, one of them was a officer, I think the other one was a gun. Okay. Does that mean you start with a boat officer that can actually and equip a gun, gun? Tolman? Uh that was I I remember noticing I couldn't actually put the gun on my boat. That's aggravating. So mm. But I could use it later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's... I've been... I, I really, really like Sunless Sea. Like, and I've been... And yet it is also... It continues to be incredibly frustrating in the exact same ways that we talked about last hmm. time. Yeah. That does not get better. In fact, it gets worse. Someone... Um, I saw linked somewhere a Steam uh, forum post that described how to edit the uh, INI file to make your to make your hunger and fuel consumption much slower. That yeah. might help. Um, things, yeah. I mean, the frustrations that like you get once you get into the in, into the game more deeply are things like if you buy a better engine. One thing they don't make clear is that it is less fuel efficient. Oh, Jesus. And the most fuel efficient engine is actually the starter engine. What? So why? Oh, I don't know. I think. Don't I, like, it turns out that like all the things you can buy in the store, they're not actually upgrades. They are like, they have pros and cons. Mm. And mm. so it's not like, it's not an upgrade curve. It's just like you, you're choosing, like you, you spend more money to get a more extreme form of this item, but that, that item has another trade off to it. Man. Things like that's, that. That's I, very suited to the world of this game, but it's it seems less satisfying as and a it, game. It, it would have been nicer if they explained it. Like, I yeah. don't think they have fuel efficiency at all in these stats when you look at the details of an item. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of frustration involved, but and yet the things that happen in the game are amazing and they continue to be amazing. Like that I am continually finding Things in the game, like events of types that I never expected to be there, like really interesting, pleasant surprises. And it's not always pleasant, pleasant in a way, in like a <laughs> that's cool sense, not in that's good for the character sense, right? Um, mm. there's, there's a lot to recommend the game, and yet, like, I, Zach, you especially, you're never gonna like it. It's like I can't say you should keep playing it because it keeps being bad in the same ways. Do you engage with the combat system at all, or do you just avoid every fight? I fight now. I've got I've when I got a ship. I well now I actually have I think the best ship, which has like five hundred hull uh, and a pretty good uh, officer quest reward weapon. Um, the only thing I won't fight is Mount Nomad. Um, there's a mountain that you have to fight. There's a there's an enemy called Mount Nomad. And this is a weird thing about the game, and the scale in the game is weird, in that, like, um, I think Mount Nomad is supposed to be, like, enormous and scary, like, oh, I'm fighting an entire mountain. Um, but 
it's the exact same size as the other enemies in the game. Hmm. Um, and the other enemies in the game are the exact same. They're like the size of like three or four city blocks if you look at the islands. And the, the way the reason for this is that like the islands in the game are just it's just a, a stylistic decision that like the enemies that you fight are just rendered at a different scale. Like they're like they're basically icons. Yeah. They're rendered at a different scale from the the map. Um, it's weird because they are physical objects that you need to be able to actually hit with your guns. Like yeah. You're shooting around. You know, they didn't used to be. And I think the combat system changed later than the art could have. Hmm. I believe that. Yeah. In development. Yeah. yeah. Man, I wish. <laughs> I feel like getting a ship that had a gun that pointed backwards would make a huge fucking difference. I feel like having a version of this game that didn't have permadeath would make a huge difference. It, there is a. That game exists, and you own it. You you own it. You just hit a single switch, and you don't have permadeath. It's that is crazy that you say that. All right, play that game. game. Uh, You can turn off permadeath. Oh, it's just a single setting. You just do it. So turn it off. You can't turn off permadeath. I mean, you still have to manually save. You you can turn on a bunch of. You can turn on the ability to manually save. Is there only one save slot? I think there's more than one. I I never tried it. Yeah. I ought to just try. I ought to just play. I ought to just say, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find a period of time when I have four hours that I don't mind if that four hours is garbage bullshit. (laughs) And I'm going to turn off. I'm going to turn on merciful mode or whatever and just play this game for four hours, saving every minute in case the game just decides it's time for me to die completely out of my control and the game is over. I mean, I feel like I would use it to scout right like i would save it i would send up find out where the thing the the next cool thing is restart go do that with the minimal right and that's why i say that you can't actually turn off permadeath right because you shouldn't be able to do that there is a game in which there is no permadeath and you also can't do that thing that you just said well that's kind of i don't know if that's actually true like this is one of the reasons that for example NetHack has this mechanic where you identify items. You don't know what they are until you identify them, and identifying them has a cost. One of the reasons that works is that you can't just identify a bunch of items and then reload your last save. Can you save in NetHack? In NetHack, you can only like save, you can and save quit. scum. You can save scum, and that's that. I mean, you can do that, yes, but that's like you have to manually go into the file system and copy the save files for that to work. Um, and so it's possible to do. It's just like. Clearly, like you're you're doing that with the um the knowledge that yes, explicitly, I am now cheating. Yeah. Can't you just label? Can't you label an item, and from then on, you will see that label on all the items of that type. Yeah, but the the items are always like they have a name anyway. Yeah. So like, like it's like a blue yellow. staff or whatever. Yeah. All the blue staffs are the same. Yeah. So you can still do that. I mean, you can still save scum around identifying items. Um, you would have to. You'd have to load your 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 cheated save, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You can wait. So wait, what was your point? I'm sorry, I'm just trying to. I forget now. I I just I don't see a way to um make that sort of scouting impossible without disabling the concept of like a forked timeline in the form of loading a save, right? Without dying. But I think that is what I want. 
I think I want a game where you're not manually saving, but the penalty for death isn't starting over. Yeah. Okay, so like, like there's there is a penalty for death. It's just not so harsh. Sure. Yeah. Like, just set I, a timer and just save every twenty minutes, and you'll be fine. Or just save every time you go back to London. Yeah. But that that could cost two hours. Yeah. If you died. that's the that's the problem because you can be out for a really long time. You know, I run into that when I played some Star Control 2, I kind of ran into this again where it was like every time something happened and it was like, well, I fucked around and didn't save right before this conversation <clears throat> that resulted in a fight that I lost and got the game over screen. I'm like, well, shit, I just lost a half an hour of mining because I forgot to save. Yeah. Like, you know what? Fuck that. I am editing my save file to just give me all the money because that is the goddamn opposite of fun. That thing that happened to me right then. And it was just because I wasn't being careful, but like this is a fucking entertainment product. <laughs> I played a, uh, I played some Space Miner, and I played on hardcore mode. Oh yeah, is that does it have permadeath? It has permadeath. What is Space Miner? Space it's Miner like is super. The if I move the mic, will I fuck RPG? it up? No, no you're fine. Okay. The, it is the best iOS game. It is a pretty good iOS game. It's basically uh, Asteroids, the RPG. Okay, cool. Hmm. Um. And they, they released recently, a big patch, like yeah. an HD remaster scan. It was already HD. Ooh. They just sort of patched it after three years to add some content, which I was super yeah. excited about. And make it like um, iOS 8 compatible or something. There, there was that. Plus they added like a quest and 16 new sectors and hmm. stuff. So I never really got a handle on the controls because it used those touchscreen buttons yeah yeah you get used to it that's about all i I can say for left right because i didn't like having the movement on the left and the shoot on the right but Mm. other than that it's not so bad oh that actually does seem more reasonable now that i think maybe i did that when i played it before too yeah i played a little bit of it i mean i played it for like an hour when i was hung over one day (laughs) and it made me nauseous that is a thing that happened to me a lot in the past week or so was yeah, getting hung over like three times. Five days to hangover yep. in the last two weeks, and four of them have been you, and one of them has been <laughs> I, I think it's three, I, three of times. two. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Riff, what have you been playing? Uh, pretty much all I've been playing is only interesting in contrast to this week's assignment, so I pass until we get to there. <laughs> okay. okay. Right. Alexander. Uh, I played some Darkest Dungeons. Yeah, yeah. Have you played it? I have a little bit. Right. How do you feel about it? Are you talking to me? Yeah, you. I mean, I can't look behind me because the microphone is in front of me, and I turn around to ask you, it'll sound like I'm talking really quietly and in your microphone. I think it's probably fine. You guys uh, just share a mic. It's like a super 80s rock cute. Singers. I went back <laughs> to it after rock. the people in the forums sort of explained you can't get hung up on losing your dudes. Because it's a game about leveling up the town, not about leveling up dudes, hmm. right? And so the dudes are just expendable resources. Oh, this, this is the reason we're talking about last week. Uh, Darkest Dungeon. Yeah, it's and it's uh, yeah. I just I just don't know. I mean, I I enjoy it even though I get hung up on losing dudes for the most part. I don't. We talked about this the last time you were on here because I was playing Dragonfall, the Shadowrun game. I don't I don't like in turn-based RPGs abilities that just have like a 40% chance of missing. Mm. Oh yeah, we did talk about and that. And yep. 
just okay well you just wasted your turn so like basically there are there are two extreme ways for this fight to turn out one of them is that you accomplish nothing and all of your guys are dead one of them is that you kill all of the guys on the other team with no casualties at all and that is all dependent on a die roll and i think that's kind of bullshit like i think that's just the worst part of the sort of like fallout of the transition of pen and paper RPGs through Richard Garriott into but you were telling me modern RPGs. yesterday that you want a game where you roll dice to kill goblins but like that also is just you know you've an 70% chance to hit this thing and if you don't maybe it'll kill you well, I want a tabletop miss. game where you roll dice to kill goblins because if you don't kill the goblin you tell a funny story about not killing a goblin and if you do kill the goblin you tell a funny story about killing a goblin yeah, okay. the the computer is not going to be able to like if you kill a goblin and the computer's like 30 gold yeah fuck yeah ding 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 <laughs> like that is satisfying and makes you happy whereas game over reload from a previous save fucking sucks then it doesn't but make but you it's happy. totally but it's not like reload from a previous save it's like your your explorers died a horrible death which right is and great. now you've that's what lost I want. you and you've lost all of the shit that you earned so far in this thing and you lost whatever you spent provisioning these people to go in in the first place you can right retreat from combat and from quests sure i i actually did not realize that you could yeah. it's very not obvious and also it doesn't always work so yeah. that's again like yeah it, Games where, like, you can run away, but it has a 50% chance of failing. Like, okay, I guess that means fuck you is what that means. That's a game that you make. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> just, to, just to say. Yeah. And also, you get you get your funny comment whether or not you killed the goblin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Sure. I'll- I did do away with the ability to miss. Sure. On basic attacks because it wasn't fun. Can you really not miss? Not anymore. Not anymore. Huh. Okay. That's new as of like a year and a half ago or two. Oh, okay. Yeah. You do yeah, like, it's like some three or four years at this point. But wow, really? Yeah. Very minimal amount of damage instead. But and still. Oh, yeah. I think I remember and, that. And you get a little message saying, you know, maybe you need a better weapon than that. <laughs> and you get a funny story about missing instead of a funny story about hitting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know. Coming coming back to Darkest Dungeon, I I maybe will keep playing it. I don't know. I can't get into any games. Oh, I've been playing. So I take any excuse I can to talk about Majora's Mask because I really like it. <laughs> I've actually been playing it recently. I was playing no it on the, the streetcar and then the bus. You say spoilers? I said yeah, no spoilers. Haven't you started, haven't you started playing it, Riff? I don't have a new 3DS yet. Oh, uh, okay. Do you have to have a new 3DS to play it? No. Well, yeah, no, but I figured I'd wait and buy it with the when I buy a new 3DS so that I have something to play on the new 3DS to make it seem special. <laughs> All right. Huh. But I really like Majora's Mask just in general. I ruined it for myself when I was a kid, which I'm really sad about because I couldn't I couldn't get through the first part, so I used to walk through for the oh, entire no. game. Oh, wow. And now I know the entire game. It's terrible. That's I want to play through it blind. I bought it. Just drink until you forget everything. Yeah. <laughs> I bought it when it came out and got so pissed off every time I lost all my bombs that I just put it away and stopped lost playing it. Bombs. Oh, yeah. like from the, the... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, like, 
the first time I spent like 10 minutes going out cutting grass, I'm like, all right, I'm tired of being out of bombs. So this is a thing you do in a Zelda game. I'm tired of being out of bombs, so I'm going to go out and farm some bombs, and then I don't have to do this for the next four hours of gameplay, except I went out and farmed bombs until the moon hit and took away all my bombs, and then I was like, fuck you. Yeah, I had a similar thing, which is why I gave up on the game. Like, there was a... So, one thing that I have heard for first-time Majora's Mask players is that you want to learn as soon as possible the song that slows down time. So you actually have, like, a reasonable amount of time in which to do things. Right. Um, Which sounds like it would help a lot. I also... My least favorite part of Ocarina of Time was the stuff where you transformed into something else, and it seems like that was mostly what was happening. When do you in- transform into stuff in Ocarina of Time? I don't remember that. You, there are parts where you're, aren't there? I'm trying to remember. Maybe I'm just confusing it with the other things that I didn't like about Majora's Mask. I thought you got things that, like, turned you into Azora and turned you into the rock guy. I think you're just, yeah, you're just mixing things up. Oh. Yeah, I don't like that. I like it. What if it turned you into a skeleton? That would maybe be okay. (laughs) Skeletons oh, it'd be like, like the sh- opposite of a mask. Dude shaped. <laughs> Unmask. Anyway, I think that's it. I played Outer Wilds too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh wow, that was good. Did you uh did you play the version that was publicly released or was that like a uh I played an IGF version like I was a jury. That was, that was okay. also the that was um, also but the I, public version. It was yeah, it was very similar to the public version. Okay. I had heard the IGF the the, ju- the one the jury saw was was better or more or more more polished it, it was like okay. um i mean i don't think this is real like this is like the first five seconds of the game but when you're looking up into the sky the like meteor that flies by the moon yeah like that very first thing is a lot nicer in the igf version it's really okay. weird okay yeah like there, i'm sure there's other things but that's the only difference i noticed okay uh but outer wilds is really cool yeah no I, i've been I, i've only played it for like an hour but I, i'm looking forward to a more complete version i kind of dicked around with it because i didn't have a xbox controller plugged in when i was playing it and it was like you really should play this with an xbox controller i'm like uh don't fly the model ship the model ship is terrible <laughs> if you flew the model ship and you're like oh my god this game's controls it don't just no, don't fly i the went model to ship. the moon and there was a guy with a banjo i think yeah okay. that's <laughs> where i got and then i was like wow this is really oh that's just- the guy that's in the moon is the guy with a banjo yes okay yeah cool it's hard does, to does sound travel in the moon yeah, you could hear him playing the banjo. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty cool. It's like Kentucky Route Space. It's <laughs> all right, so like just just keep going. It's not Kentucky Route Space. It's re, it's there's more. It's fine if it's Kentucky Route Space. I I don't like Kentucky Route Zero. I never I, got into it. It was fine. Huh. I liked it a lot. Okay. I think maybe all you right. just need to open your heart. <laughs> yeah. It's probably because you're from Canada. What if the graphics were like some glitchy bullshit where you couldn't tell what anything was? Would you like it then? <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably, let's, let's I'd fight probably, about uh, I'd probably appreciate the aesthetic, but I'd still, <laughs> I still wouldn't get that much out of it. You, uh, you gave up on Infinifactory. I did. I, oh, I mean, no. I didn't give up on it. I just kind of, like, uh, look, I really enjoyed making, making successful factory. Like, I really enjoy making it so that, like, as I do the work, I make a really efficient factory. And then if I really enjoyed making it work efficiently, I try to make it even more efficient. Okay. Um, and as it turns out, I tend to just make it as efficient as I can make it uh, the first time. The first time, <laughs> but mm-hmm. that means that once I start getting to levels that are more difficult, then I can like 
you know, visualize in my head or, or like at least get working somewhat quickly. I take forever to get the levels done. Like, you know, once you start having to like line up two rows of the same kind of block and like a column and then weld them, but like in separate parts. And then it's just kind of, I don't know. It's just kind of putting more steps together. And I think if, I don't know, maybe if I had like a starting factory that already did it and was like, Hey, make this more efficient. I would like it. I, w- I would have stuck with it if I could have started from hmm. something like that. Um, because that's the, like, that's the part I definitely had the most fun with was, Dealing with, uh, yeah. I probably wouldn't have enjoyed that. That's just... <laughs> what I really want to do is just be able to solve it. like, And then right. and then, then I'd have it solved and I'd be able to do that. I think what Kevin wants is to play Infinifactory instead of having a job or any social obligations or sleep. Yeah, that would, that would be cool. <laughs> Wait, so basically what you want is... To be in an infant factory in real life. Sure. Yeah. If because I could get then, abducted by aliens, that'd be fine. Yeah. yeah. And then you'd play a video game. If there's that's food like nuggets, going to dinner okay. with your girlfriend. Empty down. From within infant. But you'd have to build the video game yourself. Yeah. Right. Because they would give you the video game, but no computer to play it on. I basically have just limited myself to playing it once a week because otherwise I get sucked in. Once a week for 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like 24. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. All right, this is going to be a billion hours long if we do news. Nobody has any news they care about, do they? Let it, uh, no. Let's take a quick break so I can go to the bathroom and get the plug for my phone. But <laughs> <laughs> hmm? we can all talk. We can all talk about you while you go to the bathroom. Riff. Okay. What kind of plug for his phone? Like, oh, like power. Why does yes. he keep it in the bathroom? No, I think those are two separate. Separate things. I don't think we're really taking a break. I'm pretty sure you're not going to cut this. Now he's removing the USB cord from his digestive tract. Oh, right. Observe the results of stomach acid on USB. I knew I was going to need power later, so I swallowed the charger. (laughs) There was an old lady who swallowed her phone charger. I've got IBS from the USB. (laughs) Oh, I guess she'll die. (laughs) Uh, Ah, video games. Gross. Ah, silences. (laughs) I don't have any news. Anybody have news? I don't. I'm using Unity. That's not really news. Yeah. Yeah. No Unity news. No. I mean, Dateline Toronto. Alexander Martin switches to Unity. How's that going for you? Good. I like Unity. Yeah, you've been using. I feel unified. Yeah. Did you make your Fez clone that I, I mean, played? Yeah, in I did. Unity? Yeah, yeah. that seems like a, it seems like you. That, you were able to accomplish some stuff that that's certainly not a thing you could just download from the asset store. Crazy shit where the levels in 3D space, but your gravity rendering is in 2D. It was actually very very easy to do it was just like if you rotate box collider 2ds they work they project properly it's great uh so i just kind of did this by accident because i was making something where you could edit levels i'm back in game hello hey riff we didn't take a break y'all plugged yes i mean i guess we took a break there was like two seconds of silence so this assignment wario land 4 
I have so little to say about it. I'm sorry, Nightfall. I, How much uh, did you play? I had played it. Okay. Uh, like a year ago, and I played three or four levels of mm. it. Like I kind of, I kind of got the gist ish of it. I play, you know, I played a half an hour of it this time around, and it. I think it's good, and I think that if I had discovered it at a time in my life when I needed a really good 16-bit platformer to occupy me, like, that I would have been able to get into it. But, like, I did, like, because Wario is deliberately repulsive, (laughs) I don't enjoy looking at him it's or weird because he's like he's cute repulsive i really like wario like i'd rather play a game with wario than yeah. with some i prefer waluigi but I'll, I'll take wario. i feel like wario well, is just great. too attractive in this game like he's supposed to be evil and greedy but he's never like in none of the games he stars in portray him as really that evil or greedy yeah he's, he's just, just he's basically just a video game character he, he really wants is. money like, I feel that's like it. I feel like what guys, the Wario games must. <laughs> I feel like what the Wario <laughs> games must be is like, I imagine them as like the propaganda made by the government that Wario runs. <laughs> like, wait, hold on. We were talking about attractive and unattractive people. Wario is like not any worse than anyone, but you hate him way more. Okay, that's probably. I mean. I mean, like in WarioWare, he's just like, ah, Mario. It's It's basically Mario. I don't think that my, that my sort of visceral reaction to this stuff actually has to do with the fact that Wario is unattractive, right? It's, it feels gross and cumbersome because of the flavor of like a waddling fat guy (laughs) running around. And it's probably not gross and cumbersome, but it feels like it is. It feels like there's too much Wario on the screen. Right. It feels like it feels like playing a platformer by swinging a wrecking ball around to me. He's definitely like when you think of platformers, you think of like people who are really athletic and like his jump is just like his height. (laughs) But Wario is much more of a he's a bruiser, right? He Mm -hmm. he's he's still athletic, but he's not like um He's not the like the speedy move and high jump. Athletic, right, he's like, like a push is. tackling dummies out of the way. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Like, and like his basic move is like a tackle. And I don't. I, I think I just don't enjoy that as much as like <clears throat> being nimble, spelunky guy. Or yeah, I can understand that. Like, I, I played this game. I mean, it was at a time when I really wanted a six good sixteen bit platformer. Like it was like two thousand two. Um, I loved it, and I still love it. Like I, I going back to it. I I don't know. I probably played like two thirds of the game. Um, over the last week and uh, yeah, just the, the variety of things in the game, the variety of things that it asks of you, the, the, the puzzles design is really good. Um, I really like how there are like environmental obstacles that you are trained to avoid that then become mm. critical for actually mm-hmm. traversing the levels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like taking damage and getting those powers from stuff is a part of the uh, part. Well, of that's, the that's set. actually pretty interesting because the, compared to getting back to what I played this week other than this, which was Wario Land 3. Oh, yeah. Which highlighted to me, like, I found Wario Land 4 really disappointing, almost to the point of making me angry. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I think 3 is the better game. 3 doesn't actually have health, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah, he's, and he's that's completely yeah. invincible in 3, and 
but you get into these into the same states that you get in four where like oh you're right. a zombie oh you're pudgy oh, so you know or so you're flat where, wario and where three is just purely like an exploration and experimentation and figure out how to get up to that platform game it, it's like when they went to make four somebody looked at three and said you know this is this is a really interesting and unique game and nothing else is like it so let's make it a little bit more like every other goddamn video game. Well, and okay, but none of the transformations hit, hit actually damage you, which is why I'm confused. Right? Like, there's like, things in Wario Land 4 that damage you. Yeah, because health. there's spikes all over the place. Well, sure, you can be damaged. No, but I like, thought those you are had all to take damage to do those. Not You, you didn't have to, like the guy that throws the apples at you or whatever, yeah, but the, like I thought like one of the way, the way that you effects, inflate is by taking damage no, from a beast. No, just transformation effects hit. do not take they don't, hearts. Oh, yeah. So, like, there, there are things that you want to have happen, but you don't know in advance which ones are going to transform Oh, like, you. which enemies are a weird orthogonal power-up and yeah, which ones are Yeah, it's also good. just not it's interesting just cool, to, like, though. oh, I hit a spike too many times, I'll start this level over. Yeah, yeah and it, it's, it, it, and it takes away all the coins and shit that you'd found in the level prior to that, so it's... It, it's like they added a punishment mechanic for no reason other than fuck you. And I also just didn't, mm. I never died except on bosses. I feel like they started out, I, I don't know what problem they were trying to solve by adding the health back in. Yeah. But I do feel like they just gave you, if they wanted to make that part of the game, they kind of undercut it by just giving you so much health that you'll just never die. Yeah, like, it might have even been interesting. I mean, no, never mind. I mean, it's possible just- that the boss fights were just super boring. Did yeah. three have big... Like set piece boss fights, it does have some. Yeah, they're they're they tend to be uh, puzzly, sort of action puzzly boss fights where you have to figure out what you have to do with this guy and do it without getting hit because one hit will knock you out of the arena and you have to climb back up the ladder or whatever. Huh. Okay. Well, I mean that I think a life meter beats that. Yeah. Right. Having to execute those boss fights perfectly without making any mistakes is not super fun. It- well, I mean, I could see where somebody would think that, and I, I understand that, but I found, I, I found having infinite retries on everything, even if I had to move, even if I had to walk a couple screens to get back, to be so much less anger causing. Hmm. Than losing all my hit points and being kicked out of the level. Uh, I've got I've got uh, two words for you, Riff. Huh. Save states. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Because that, that also did, solves your problem. Well, I'll, I was playing I was playing the 3DS version. I don't know if do they was, not implement? I, I don't think know. It, the, uh, the Ambassador games were like weirdly cut rate versions of things that they did, right? Hmm. Like they didn't. The emulation for the Ambassador games was not as good as the emulation for games that they sold. Huh. Oh, that's scummy. That's a shame. I think it might, because aren't most of the the Ambassador games are all GBA games, and I feel like they haven't released many of those. Like Wario Land 3, which I also played on the 3DS, was a Game Boy Color game. And all the Game Boy Color eShop games have all the have all the the save states and stuff. Oh, do they? I think it might just be so. A it's difference. just GBA games. Yeah, don't I think have it's the, just. GBA and do they, then they don't sell those, right? Like, I mean, I right. feel like that was the difference. The ones that are the ones that don't have save states are the ones that they only ever gave away. Yeah. 
I think so. I I think <clears throat> they have not yet come out with G GBA games on the actual eShop. I might be wrong. I want to talk about the sound. I feel like it is very clear that somebody loved the sound on Warrior Land 4. Like the, there was a person on the team who mm. was really good and cared a lot about it because there's a lot of it does a lot of really interesting stuff like the um a lot most of the effects that you uh the the effects that happen to Wario will change the music in some way. Oh. Um hmm. like just adding a vibrato to the whole mix, that sort of thing, or pitching it all down. Um and the music is like it does things that that I associate with like tracker music in the sense of like that that most like if you talk to demo sceners about using the Nintendo music tools, they really complain about how hard it makes it to do interesting things with, like to have fine control over what the sound does. And, um, trackers are really good at that, are really good at letting you do very specific things with different samples. Um, and it sounds like, it seems to me like somebody like just put in the work to make sure all the music like did like did interesting things with like portamento and vibrato. And if you look at the Wikipedia article for this, it has weirdly detailed descriptions of all of the music tracks. Yeah. So I think that either the person editing this article also noticed what you noticed, that a lot of attention was paid to this and a lot of interesting things were done or with it, the or that it. guy that did that <laughs> is also like, I need to make sure that Wikipedia yeah. knows about all my efforts. Uh, w one thing that uh, th this game has c collectible CDs. Right. Um, and you can play them in the, 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 like a CD player room or something. The sound room. Yeah. And like. They're hard to find. Uh, yes, like they are. They are. Um, and most of them are just, I wouldn't even call them music. And this is like the same sort of thing where like people will say that's not a game. But like I make the distinction between like music and like sound sculpture. Hmm. Uh, which it, where one is, uh, one is, it's, it's a fuzzy distinction, but like, Music is more rhythmic and tonal, um, and sound sculpture is just like, here's an interesting to listen to collection of noises. Sure, or like some of Bach's weirder stuff would probably qualify. Probably, is yeah. That, right? Like a lot of the just mathy or palindromic stuff that's like, well, yeah, no, this I, is not it, actually super great to listen to. It, in that case, that, that would, if it's still playing notes, I would still call it music. Um, but a lot of this stuff is like, sort of like, audio plays without any vocals just oh. like just like uh one of them is i think called mr fly and there's the sound of like someone if i'm remembering right it's someone trying to sleep but a fly is buzzing around what this sounds like the best <laughs> sound room ever it's really good um the other thing that i remember from this is i remember like taking the time to record from my game boy advance all 16 of these songs and i put them up on napster at the time um, and there was one user who downloaded some of these songs. He, he got, only got four of them, but they were the four ones that I liked best. <laughs> so I like it just alternate dimension. You, maybe? I was wondering, like, is this someone who like, who plays this game and just likes these particular bonus room songs? Cause that's kind of amazing. 
Is this uh, someone from Nintendo for America building a case against me? <laughs> <laughs> that, that Nintendo for America. That's their lobbyist branch. Yeah. And they only pick they only pick the ones for the case that were worth defending. Yeah. Right, yes. <sighs> yeah, I, w- I wish that I don't know. I wish that it had grabbed me so that I had played it more so that I would have more to talk about. Mm. The tutorial I felt was a little bit intimidating. Like it seemed mm. And I get that there aren't that many verbs. Like, there are not... It feels like there's a lot. But it does feel like it, right? In a way that, like, Super Mario World, which is, I think, a similar level of... uh, This game has more stuff going on than Super Mario World. Like, there are more... You you have way more suits when you get the get stung by a bee suit and they get an apple thrown at you by by that weird (laughs) apple football player. All that stuff is contextual to the level, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you're choosing from a thousand different suits. Right. But, but that's, it's, that's sort of true with the weird suits in like Super Mario 3, right? The ones like, cause you can play that game for 12 hours and never see the frog suit. Yep. You know, there's a bunch of weird stuff in there, but like it just felt the tutorial felt like it would give you a tool and then not waste a little bit of your time making you use it a couple times to sort of get used to how it felt like I never really got a handle on how throwing stuff worked mm-hmm. yeah because I just didn't weird. really get to play with it enough I yeah. would recommend Wario Land 3 to you because it, it Wario has a lot fewer verbs in that, at least at the beginning. You you unlock powers very gradually throughout the game, and it's yeah. Gener- I think I would have. It's, it's generally a lot more of a Metroidvania right, sort of thing. Week, next cause... assignment: Wario Land Three, ah, and then two, and then zero. <laughs> yeah, that, that, War- yeah. Zero. That was well. That was, uh, and then Mario we'll be Land ready for two, episode one coins. of this podcast. No, we've decided the assignment for next week is Extra Solar, because we have two weeks, and we apparently have to spend two weeks playing Extra Solar to make it make any sense. No, no, it was one week. The two weeks is just bonus. We have to play Extra Solar for one week and then listen to one week by the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> Perfect. Wait, are you going to listen to it for a week? Like, is that how the week's going to go by? That's that's the only that's way. That's how you do it. I think yeah, you just you listen to it down. once, but yeah, slow it down. <laughs> you slow it down it to where it takes one week. Oh, man. So that, that, that's like, got to that be like Somebody hard. needs to make that YouTube video. Down yeah, to one, one week, week slowed down to one week. Yeah. <laughs> what other what other songs? There's a, oh, there's the movie like a, Eight and a Half Seconds. Gone in 60 seconds. Yeah, okay. Gone in 60 seconds in 60 seconds. Yeah. Nine and a half weeks. Real slow. Uh. 28 days law later. 20 days later, yeah. That's good. <laughs> oh, um, the movie 100 and something hours. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Jim, Jim could play 80 days, could play 80 <laughs> days over 80 days. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That would be good. Just slow it down. Yeah. That's just, uh, that's, that's a let's, the longest that's just Vesper let's play. 5. What was that? That's just Vesper 5. <laughs> who made, who yeah, made that exactly. game? Michael Bro. Michael Bro did? No. I didn't play it. I beat it. I did circled the drain. The, did you beat the GDC version? No. No one did. Oh. Wait, maybe you could. I, I guess. Oh, yeah, you could because you could come back, right? And there's only three. There were three. You had to take three steps and there were three days he was showing it. Wait, you, you can beat that game in three days? No, no, no. But just I think the GDC version he made spe- like special. And there, were, there was actually like a, a thing within three steps. Oh, interesting. <gasps> I didn't know that. Well, extra solar. How do people play that? 
We'll have to post it on the... I think you just go to extrasolar.com. It's a little weird, or at least it used to be a little weird, because you had to, like, apply... There's, like, a... That's sort of an argy thing. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. don't actually have to apply. They're like, hey, apply... But, like, it, that's, like, a layer of fiction. It did seem like... But it's a layer of fiction that made it so I was like, oh, I guess I... I guess this isn't a game or something. I'm lost. Well, did you, did like, you try submitting anyways, your email? I don't remember. It it tells you, like, I I think... Now it's a little bit less confusing because I remember back in the day I think it sent you a rejection email. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, that's that, awesome. That was that was the first thing I got and I was like, "Huh, I guess I'm not playing this game then." <laughs> I that's think that's cool. what happened and I fell for it. Right. And it was weird, you know, we saw it at Indicate a couple years ago and I was like, "What's this?" and the people that made it were like, "Oh." Well, cuz they don't <laughs> want to give anything away. Uh, is the problem. Oh, yeah. And so I I respect that. Why are you exhibiting at a? I guess <laughs> because they, they were, gave because them a free. They, they were given a. They won prize. an award. Yeah, yeah, they were not. They were part of a festival. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. That's some. <laughs> it's confusing. They were nice. Yeah, they're but San Francisco based. I left with no idea of what the fuck it was, Lazy and then I never played it. So. Well, you're about to. I am. Mm. Lazy Eight also made cogs. I don't know if you I didn't like that. Is that cube really? with the yeah, cube gears, with gears and stuff on, on the outside? Yeah, yeah, I liked yeah. it. It was just like a that. sliding puzzle game, right? Yeah, that, I just but don't more interesting puzzle. than that. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I don't know. I it enjoyed it like... until it got too dense and Rubik's cube for my brain. <sighs> yep. You guys giving up on puzzles? That's I just didn't like it. I didn't give up on it. Not everybody likes bullshit. What's a puzzle game I liked? I'm trying to remember a puzzle game that I really liked. Alcazar. Uh, nope. <laughs> I liked it the until 50. I haven't played The Witness. I'd like to. Did you like Braid? Um, yeah, I liked Braid. Braid was good. Portal? Portal was good also. Portal 2 was still alright. Portal 2 co-op was really... Oh yeah, that yeah. was really good. Yeah. I actually liked Portal 2. I mean, I remember thinking at the time it was kind of too long, but now it doesn't matter. And I, like... Because <laughs> you're not playing it right now. <laughs> yeah, it would have been over by now either way. And, <laughs> like... I remember a bunch of awesome stuff happening. Have yeah. you played uh, Talos yep. Principle? No, I haven't. Oh, I've heard it's real talk good. Yeah. I almost bought if you're like it puzzle games. Day. I think so, it's real doldrum. I can't find like I keep sitting at a computer thinking I'll play a video game that will fill the hole in my heart, but then <laughs> none of them do. Aww. Oh, jeez. Um, and I don't want to just pick up like Diablo three or something. I don't want to go to the normal like these are games I play when I'm depressed. You, know what you need you need a Wario Land four shaped hole in your heart. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh. get a hole punch. <laughs> just okay. like jam it in there. Wait, you mean Wario Land three, right? That one's better. Oh yeah, I'm right. sorry. You're yes. right. <laughs> just go to the they game fix, like the game hole puncher store. Those tattoo like tattoo artists are so good at fixing like mis weird mistakes. I wonder if they could fix a hole in your heart to be a change of four to a three. And then, I don't think they're like doing brain surgery. I mean, you could so make a four surgery, into man. a huge three. Yeah. <laughs> right. Where the one stroke of the three covered the entire four. Then you'd have to go even bigger for a two. And then you'd have to get like a, a hot air balloon with Wario Land one printed on it. <laughs> You mean and put it in your chest? No, like a hot air balloon made of your own skin. You did, like, oh, you keep like when you get off. stung by a bee. Skin. <laughs> yeah. Or when you eat an apple, it's similar. I guess yeah. it's not as big. No, I feel like that one just makes it so your butt is denser. Because <laughs> you're about the same size, but you sort of waddle. I'm realizing, you explaining that 
Apple thing to me, like made me solve one of the puzzles in my head that I was having a hard time with earlier. <laughs> Cause it was like, there's a platform, there's like a block, a destructible block underneath a platform that you couldn't jump down onto. Oh. And I'm like, how do you break this block? But it's, you totally get, you get, you eat an apple and then you go over there and you just jump on it and it would break. I'm sure. Now, now yes, that you've said that. that's how it works. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like. I should have figured that out in the moment, but because I was trying to avoid the guys with the apples because I didn't know what they did. Right. <laughs> like that's, that, that is the thing, like coming into this series, never having played in the earlier games, that was revelatory to me that like, Oh yeah. It's a, that's a, that is a super interesting insight to have. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like, Oh wow. Like I, I avoided all of the stomping things for a long time and it was just making no progress in a level. And I'm like, how the fuck does this work? And then accidentally got hit by one. And I was like, Oh this is just a transformation. It's not a, it's not a death. Yeah. It's like yeah. passive Kirby power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Reverse Kirby. Yeah. Anyway, extra solar. Yeah. I think it's a game about taking pictures of that's yes. Mars sure. plants. I, Other mm. planet uh, way outside the solar system. Extra, extra solar. solar. Well, I mean, maybe that just means outside of the sun. Sure. Yes. We're playing it right now. Planets outside the sun. Uh, I think that this has gone on long enough. I think you're right. Uh, (laughs) Kevin, if somebody wanted to send us a listener's mail, how would they do it? Uh, You could tweet us at VGHotDog. You could email us, VGHotDog at gmail.com. Or go to Google.com and type in your query. You could. Mm -hmm. That would also eventually maybe get to us. Uh, just, just go to Google to and type Sorry. in hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> that a lot of sausage. Make sure safe search is off. <laughs> and then, uh, go to a hot dog stand and just order what you want. And then click go to a maps. hot dog stand and show them your dick. <laughs> go to a, go to a like, Dude, we've, website. We've heard that joke so many times. <laughs> Videogameshotdog.com. And there's a, there's a form there that you can fill out, uh, which I think you put in a question, your name, your social security number, your bank account, and it's cr- your current balance. Credit credit card number? No, that's that's we don't want. <laughs> we'll we don't want credit. We'll get that. <laughs> right. We just want cold hard cash. Gentlemen, I've had a fantastic time recording episode number one eight eight of Video Games Hot Dog with you, and I hope we do it again real soon. And listeners, I hope you'll join us. And until then, keep your hair in the television and keep worshiping the thermostat. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for having me. (laughs) See you at GDC. Listener. Did you say pod lips? Pod blips. Oh. (laughs)